G'day and welcome to G Bra episode six of six, the big finale for the season, guys. Hey-o. If you've <laughs> never seen this before, it's three ex wallabies and one current wannabe having a couple of brewskis and talking a lot of bullshit skis. Um, let me introduce these guys straight away. We've got a full compliment again of G Brazzers. Mm. We've all made the effort. You have big round of applause. Our swoop. Do do double. Gster. The Bivouac, Drew yeah. Mitchell, G'day, yeah. and the Goit. Yes, yes. Mr. Gitz. Who's looking buff. Very good. Talk yeah. to me, Gitz, about this jersey, this wonderful jersey you're wearing. So I'm wearing a, the Indigenous Sydney Swans jersey, paying homage to the great Buddy Franklin. Mm. He uh, he retired. Uh, he's a family member. I was fortunate enough to marry his sister, um, who holds most of the talent. But yeah, just paying homage. He's retired. Uh, it's a sad Chapter for the family. No more free tickets. Oh. No more. Giddy says he was fortunate to marry Bianca, but you do always say that you you're a golden ticket. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've just got to publicly say that, though, yeah. don't you? Absolutely, and, and good on you for doing that. Willie Lee Wonka. Matthews called Buddy the player of the 21st century. So Lee Matthews regarded as the 20 of the player of the 20th century. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's gone early. There is like another 80 years <laughs> left. Yeah, but that's not bad. But not bad at all. Uh, now, I do need to do at the start of the show, as we like to. We need to give thanks to Harvey Norman. Um, and thanks for the full six episodes. So um, it's a family favorite and successful enterprise business uh, who must be so happy with the business that they are driving their, that we are driving their way, uh, that they have agreed to have all six eps so mm. a big thanks to harvey norman oh, huge thanks. yeah well done yeah. thank you harvey norman thanks, and harvey. still no no word from them no contact nothing no but no news is good news no absolutely <laughs> um the silence is deafening though i don't yeah. know about you guys so long as they're not silent if they need to dig a little bit deeper for upcoming shows Yes, well, who knows what's going to happen there. Now, episode six is going to be known as the Dan Carter episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last week we did go and interview Dan. And I have to say, gentlemen, your best interview so far. Was it? And what, is he a proper A-lister or what? I'd say so. I mean, well, we'll, we'll see by the number of listeners and, and views. It's, he's a handsome devil. Um, and we had a lot of fun with them. And that's coming up a little bit later in the show. So, ladies, get ready. They'll fast forward this next half hour, won't they? Yeah, and so they should. Just go straight to the Dan Carter. <laughs> but there's been other stuff happening. We're going to get into the Bledisloe 2. We nearly won it. We'll delve into that. Lots yep. of international games over the weekend. Everybody revving up for the World Cup, which is just around the corner. And then also, of course, the big race. <laughs> <laughs> The race that disappointed the nation, well and truly. It did, and thoroughly. didn't it? Uh, But we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's keep all these rugby people happy. Yeah. Bledisloe 2, 17-3, we're up. I'm already celebrating. How and why did the All Blacks come over the top of us and win? Who wants to go first? Gits. Me? You're the man with all the answers. Yeah. You're the strategist. Let's hear no, what you No, well, that's swoop, but I will step up. Um, we started with a lot of confidence. I thought we... Had an opportunity early on to go for three points. Tate McDermott, the new captain, he went for the sideline. We got a try. Um, and we were just playing that attacking brand. We had two tries held up in the first half. Uh, we had all the momentum. And I feel in the second half, we tried to protect the lead rather than continuing to, to play. And as soon as the All Blacks scored early in the second half, I knew that they were going to bring it back. So, yeah, I, some encouraging signs, but I think probably... We did try and protect the lead, and, and we stopped playing as much as you know as well as we did in the first half. Yeah, it was probably a, a bit of a case of not being in that position for a while, and 
um, and not having that experience to, to close out the game. And I thought there was also from the All Blacks, uh, their second half was markedly different from their first. And I think was it about 48th minute or something pretty early in the second half, they changed Damien McKenzie for Rich Mwanga. And then just their bench had such a big impact. It was like the experience of their bench. They had uh, Offa Tuonga Farsi, Dane Coles, uh, Aaron Smith, Richie Mwanga. And once those guys came on, they just, I don't know, just looked like they steadied the ship, uh, got out there and I, I don't know what the communication was, but it was obviously pretty clear and, and, and simple. And they just, again, being in, out in a position where they just backed themselves, they had that belief and, and were able to put themselves in a position to win it. I mean, it was tough. Like a couple of minutes to go, you thought we're, we're on here, but... Good signs, though, when yeah. you think of the difference between the week before and that. Yeah, very good signs. I think we've, we've been speaking about it over the last couple of episodes, the, the ability to hold on the ball and it being a, a possession-orientated game. I think they did that in the first half very well. They controlled the pace of the game, controlled the attack, controlled the momentum. I think when they review that game, they'll go back to that last 20 minutes and see the opportunities missed. I think the All Blacks were great at putting a, a lot of pressure at set-piece. You saw that by their, their, their scrum dominance. The, and they just and they allowed the Wallabies just to, I don't know, but a couple of errors kind of creeped into the game. Yeah, they did. They just couldn't close it out. But that's what pressure does, mm. and that's what the All Blacks do. You know, they cranked up the pressure. They put more, asked more questions of the Wallabies, especially at the at the end of the game. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we lost. But I, I just think that we we had opportunities to score more points in the first half. The All Blacks were great at denying that. You know, a couple held up. Yeah. Every time the All Blacks got into our 22 in the second half, they came away with points. So we probably just need to be a little bit more resilient there. Let me ask you some hard-hitting questions. Ooh. Answers that people want to yep. know. McDermott, has he shored up the number nine spot? Is that your scrum half leading into the World Cup? I don't know. I still Definitive. think Nick White uh, will be in consideration, massive consideration for him. Who would you start with, McDermott or White? Uh, depends who my 10 is. That's an even better question. Mm. Mm. Who's your 10? Come on, Quaid or Carter Gordon? Oh, yeah, tough question. Well, you know what? I think before this campaign, I would have thought the experience of Quaid. I thought, but then in the same breath, Carter's done really well with every opportunity he's got. Um, so it's almost hard to justify dropping him at this point. Um, That's a big uh, I know. fence you're sitting on there. Yeah, I know. I know. Just make a call. You're asked a question. Well, and it's the internet. You yeah, can say whatever you want. want. No, 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 I know. You I, can I, spring I guess I have I guess I was waiting on that France, the, the upcoming France test to really <laughs> solidify. <laughs> you my, got one more my judgment. Go. Yeah, uh, but I think also sometimes having the experience and assurity of Nick White's game inside someone like if you're to play Carter Gordon would would probably help with that. And because Whitey's game, I think suits a World Cup style where it's, you know, he's strong box kicking, plays a bit off nine. He's been in, in that European competition up there uh, with Exeter previously, won competitions. That game is very similar to what they'll be, what will win the World Cup. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's good because now, I, I think probably five weeks ago, a lot of these selections were probably a little easier to make, but it's good that these players have come in and, and played really well. That It's making it a lot more difficult. Eddie's comment post-match that if he could bet, he'd bet on them winning the whole thing. Mm. Is this? Are you of that belief? And how much should I put on? <laughs> what how are much the odds? You got? Yeah, what are the odds? You think? What are they paying? Somebody look it up. I think they were they, they were a fair way out. Yeah, they, I reckon not it would as, be further out. But yeah, sevens, eights. No, I think they'd be probably twenty fives. 
I'm just tossing numbers up here. Yeah, I no, I like it. Well, last year we we just lost narrowly against France, who were number one in the world. A uh, few weeks later, Ireland moved to number one in the world. We only lost by a few points. The All Blacks, who considerably, like everyone's saying at the moment, mm. potentially they're the number one team in the world. So we're not far off. So if we can just fix a couple of small things, be able to close out a game a little better, I don't mind betting as well. Very good. It's very exciting. I, I mean, I, for all Wallabies fans out there, like even a three-point loss is, I feel like it's a 15-point win. Yes, Tommy, <laughs> what have you got there? It is 11-1 to 1 for the Wallabies. Mm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't know if we're meant to. I meant to say gamble responsibly after that. Is that right? No, well, put that well no, because Eddie said it's a sure thing. Right. <clears throat> so. I, but I like what he also said. You know, sometimes the results don't reflect the progress the progress that you're making as a team. Uh, you know, like we're, at the moment we're reading what zero and four, but there's clearly some some progress being made. Like if you just look at that number and that stat, it's not it's obviously not great. But I think there's you know within the camp and within what they're seeing in team meetings and, and analysis and that type of stuff, there's there's some improvements to to get some genuine belief from. Absolutely. Good signs leading Ooh, in the World Cup. I thought Tom Hooper was really strong. Very Angus good. Bell as well. Like he, mm. Back-to-back games from Angus. Um, you know, I mean, a number of players really stood up. But uh, Bobby Valentini's been strong yeah, throughout yeah, the series. Yeah. He's been great. Yep. All right, anything else on the Bledisloe? You want to move on to the next? Are they still playing advantage over there? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Oh, long, long advantage. very long. Yeah. Very, but we're not going long. down that path. No, we're not. Positive. We're positive no, we're here. Swoopers. Super positive. Now, the Springboks, they played Argentina, Los Pumos. Uh, they got up 24 to 13. Horrible jerseys from the Springboks. Not happy with them? Really? No. Horrible. Horrible's Take us through it's that. It's like teal yeah. or... Okay. It looked like a training jersey. Yeah, I like it. I like the change-up. But for your your national team, you want a training jersey? Well, you're playing away. Uh, you're getting into the Argentinian spirit, a bit of a festival. I don't mind it. <laughs> did you for ever a World play... Cup, maybe not. Because obviously... <laughs> yeah. You're not... a dick. Did you ever play... <laughs> What? A dick with good pipes. Have a look at oh, no, yeah. Look at these things, mate. You happy with them? Pythons. Oh, mate. But this Am chair happy is that comfortable, them? but it forces my elbows in. Uh, of course it does. Chair. Thank God for that. Mm. Did you take anything away from the Springboks Argentina game that anybody wants to talk about? I just think the depth for South Africa. Mm. Heading into the World Cup, they're changing their teams consistently and they're still putting in good performances. So another World Cup, another strong South African team. Yeah, that's going to be a tough squad to pick. They all, did they roll out their B? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought Swoop was going to you come in. You could have concurred as well. or something. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I always <laughs> agree with you. I always agree. It's like Swoop's like Swoop. watching us, like it's yeah. a TV <laughs> show. Like, Mate, you're in it. On the I don't, I am yeah, enjoying you're an actor. This. You're in it. <laughs> uh, I think there was moments during the Dan Carter interview where it was about half an hour where you were just eating Sanchoy Bowers and. <laughs> And black pepper and beef. And we're like, hey, mate, you're here as well. All right, time for some mid-show thanks. I know you guys are like, oh, it's not in the middle of the show because the Dan Carter interview is epic and it goes for a long time. Make sure you watch. But I've got to do it now. Yeah, sure, just do it. You do it. it. Right? I love it. Big thank you to our friends at Harvey Norman. Best Great. friends. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Supporters of Aussie Rugby in the home of technology and the place to get your furniture, bedding and electrical appliances. They've got a great range, great value and great prices on TVs. So make sure you get down to Harvey Norman and grab a smart TV so you can stream the rest of this episode in HD. Tell them the boys sent you. Yeah. Tell them the G-Brazers. I'm down here because of the G-Brazers. <laughs> Let them know. Now, um, <clears throat> that's the international rugby out of yeah. the way. But something even bigger happened on the weekend. Now, Gitz, unfortunately, you were waylaid. Couldn't make it there. Um, yeah. The race that disappoints the nation. It didn't disappoint me. Goodness me. 
it it was a spectacle. I went. Um, I had the honour of almost being a master of ceremonies for it, uh, and the atmosphere gets. There was yeah. also another staple in our G bra chat that went as well. The rug. The rug did make it. Yeah. Um, we took Pride the rug. Pride in place, under the post, finish line. Finish line, the rug was there. Uh, we got security for the rug on of the course. way through. You can imagine how it got swamped. Yeah. Um, and like the rug didn't want to tell people to stop doing selfies, so I had to step in. Mm. You know, you got to do that. Yeah. Oh, the rug's had enough. Yeah. Uh, but amazing atmosphere. Um, and you know what? You guys did, did the show. You did Harvey Norman. You did yourselves proud. So mm, thanks. So how did you feel about the race? Was it everything you, you dreamt it would be? Oh, you could say that. I was actually a bit nervous beforehand. Probably more so in my preparation. <laughs> but uh, there was a few people there and it felt really isolated out there in the middle of the field. <laughs> <laughs> when it went over the loudspeaker, yeah. Swoop and Mitchell to, to halfway, that's when the nerves kicked in. And the other one was I, I, we were walking out to the 60-metre mark, the starting line, and I said to Swoop, mate, this is pretty loose. We haven't even broken into a jog yet. And the first thing we're going to do on the go is balls to the floor sprint. Well, I noticed that your prep was you sat in the stands and you had a beer, yeah. which is traditionally how you prep for things swoop. And then you just went down and you did these on the fence. What are these? these oh, the old leg oh, the swings. I did the I was just opening couple up, of those. Opening up the hips. Um, I had the I had the heater on in the car on the way over. Oh, that's a good shit. Um, old school. Oh, that's as good that. as a warm-up. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Mate, how about the how about the banter from the crowd? Yeah, I mean, yeah. All, yeah. There's about 400 of them mm. wrapped around North Sydney Oval. I got a yeah. bit actually. Mitchell from, was copying it. Yeah, I oh. gave the bird to a few, yeah. a few different sections of the crowd. <laughs> they were also having got my weight. They weren't going to go at everything, <laughs> except for the rug. Mate, don't, don't let them eat away at you. You look great. Why'd you have to say eat away like another food pun? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> let's the race. Yeah, let's take a look. Here you go. It was the race that no one asked for, the race that no one wanted. Introducing the race that disappoints the nation. Race skies loom overhead here at North Sydney Oval, but that hasn't deterred fans from packing into the stands for the least anticipated race of the century. Oh, and it looks like one of our ageing contenders is arriving at the Coliseum now. Drew, huge day. How are we feeling? Uh, a bit hungover. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, a bit of rain on the track. Is that going to affect your performance today or no? Uh, could do. Got the, ta the tags it's just in case. Look, here's this prick. And here comes our second geriatric athlete. Huge day today, mate. Huge Nerves. Day. Ready to disappoint. Nerves must be heaving, though. I'm nervous for the calf. Yeah? So have I finished. One of you's got to win. Are you going to fight afterwards? No, we're going to I'm, drink. I'm thinking I might fight before. It's the only way I might be able to win this thing. I can already hear those hamstrings popping. Let's go down to Prof and our G-Bra crew on the ground for their final thoughts on this underwhelming spectacle. Prof, a uh, huge day uh, for, for you and, and the brand. How does it feel to call the biggest gig of your life? It's overwhelming, to be honest. The race that disappoints the nation. Um, I just I like to picture all the people just huddling around their TV sets, you know, just who's going to win? Is it Biv or is it Swoop? It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, and I hope that the nation is thoroughly disappointed. Drew or Swoop? Swoop. Why? It just looks like more, more of an athlete. Yeah, 100%. Swoop! Swoop! You're my favourite retired player! And as expected, the fans are loving it. 
Well, you can see the media presence here on this Saturday afternoon really indicating the enormity of this event. Are you want to solo? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> we are nearly ready to fall asleep, ladies and gents. But before we do, let's take a closer look at our two creaky gladiators. Adam D-O-double-G, Ashley Cooper. Drew Bivouac Mitchell. It is time for the race to begin, so profits over to you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. welcome to the race that disappoints the nation. Drew Mitchell against Adam Ashley Cooper. A lot riding on this, pride, a lot of cash, and bragging rights. Alright, gentlemen, this is your starting mark here. So are you happy? You ready to go? Alright, so it's going to be set, marks go. Up to the line please gentlemen. On my mark, Unleash Shell. Ready, set, go! Expectation of this was too too heavy a load to carry, and uh, yeah, maybe the last six years have caught up with me in terms of long lunches and late nights. Ladies and gentlemen, please boo Drew Mitchell. Boo. Very good. Well, I guess we settled it. Yeah. Congratulations, mate. That's Thanks, mate. massive. Well done. Thank you. Fastest Very good. Pod fastest member. podcaster ever. F fastest podcaster ever. We can't say ever. In Maybe we could history. take this. Oh, yeah, if there's any where other we have a podcast that swoop. race. Oh, who would you race next, Swoop? Oh, who? Whoever. Bring them on. Can't think of any podcasters. No, I can't. Who is it? Um, I think Mark Howard does podcasting. Howard. What about Howie? Den and Kemp, bloke in a bar? Oh, would you go that's yeah, not bad. bad. Den and Kemp? Yep. There's a challenge. Call mm. him out. Uh, Swoop D O double G versus Dan and the Beak Kemp. He was pretty quick on the wing back in the yeah. day for the Bronx. Would he have been as quick as you? Oh. Well, Drew was quick back in the day yeah, too. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, that's a good. That's cross pollination as well. Yeah, he's got a lot of listeners. Uh, and guys, the rug had an epic time. Yeah. Um, mm. And then the rug stayed at mine over the weekend. Did it? Did it? Yeah, it was a great time. Got the kids out. We rolled around on the rug. Yeah, just the kids. Just, just the kids. Wait. <laughs> Come on, there's more to this. No, no. Did you do a, a little teabag dusting? 
No, I'll do the tea bag dusting in the studio because I want you guys to watch me do it. Sure. So, but um, I, I, I may have peeked through your window yeah. <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. I, there was two people on it. Uh-huh. What nude. are you insinuating, Drew? I'm, I'm not insinuating, but did you have sex on the rug with your wife? Oh, mate, that's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I would never give that up. <laughs> the marks on your knees would say otherwise. <laughs> Old carpet burn rotch balls. Yep. Uh. Anyway, um, it was great. And then we took the rug to brunch the next morning. So oh, it was nice. lovely. Yeah. Didn't to, use it. Just, no, just at the cafe near us. Uh, go to Harvey Norman and get one. Hey, guys, well done on all of that. Um, yeah. Well done effort. for agreeing Mate, to race. Thank yeah. you for putting it together. Yeah. I feel like we've we've dragged it out enough. I think the people want to hear the, the DC bit. Yeah, that, I've just mate, I've just got to do it is next. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I'm with you. Like I just want to see the DC bit. <laughs> yeah, like it's sorry. it's epic. Uh so where can you find us on socials? I'll just oh, do that's that real quick. Bit, yeah. yeah. So it's at good bad rugby AUS. It's on all socials. Um and look, we've had a lot of messages come in. We got one actually last week when we were we had Mertz on mm-hmm. and we were teasing who was on and we were saying it was a Kiwi fly half. We had a message come in from Kane Rangy said it's <laughs> Mertens, he got it right, but he said, I wish it was DC. Well, oh. you wish, we grant. We're like Aladdin. <laughs> right, <laughs> not Aladdin, but yeah, like we're the genie. magic carpet. Oh, well, we are. We are Aladdin. Oh, my. All of us. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> good. All, all in the magic rug. I'll be Jasmine. <laughs> magic rug. <laughs> I'll be the lamp. And you can be Jafar. Yeah. Good show. All right. Um, Without further ado, well mm. done, guys, on, on jagging this one. This is a proper A-lister. This no, he's is a good guy. pretty much the Michael Jordan of of Rugby Union, right? Mm. Pretty much? Oh, I don't pretty know if he was that hard on his teammates. <laughs> <laughs> Except he was a nice guy. Ladies and gentlemen, please sit back and enjoy the great Dan Carter. Yeah, now, we've had some guests on this show, Michael Checker, Eddie Jones, big names. Uh, but, Drew, I think you may, in like Rugby Union circles, you might have outdone yourself. This time, would you like to introduce the guest? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, like he's a guy that uh, plays across the pond. Uh, it was pretty handy uh, with the oval ball. But um, I think the, the three of us, myself, Adam and, and Gitz, uh, I don't know if we ever, <laughs> ever won against him. He seems to, every time we, we played against him, he won. Doesn't matter what competition, what team, what country. Um, it's none other than Dan Carter. Yeah. yeah. Desi. What the hell have I got myself in? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking and, and, right yeah. now. Sorry, just on that little intro, I just thought, like, every time we have catch-up after games, you know, we have a beer in the dressing sheds, and you're always just drinking out of a cup, so I thought, why well, change it? So if, <laughs> if, you, if you don't mind, I know you're on the zeros, but if you don't mind, oh. tonight you just have to drink out of the cup because, you know, you're... You're accustomed to that. An absolute stitch up. Although, so although, although I was lucky enough to drink out of the Blizzard Cup uh, not long ago as well. <laughs> Jeez, it, was, it was the only time I've broken my sobriety. Is, oh, is drinking so you definitely broke it for them, yeah, not for us. Just one. Oh, mate, you guys were blind. You know, didn't even know you guys were out. Jeez, no, I mean, no, look at <laughs> like, DC, shut up already. We're two minutes into this body. already telling them to cut. <laughs> yeah. oh, but geez. no, but so you, you had a couple of beers. Last week, oh, but won. you're not doing it tonight with I'd us. I'd won. I'd won. Oh, so you'll, you'll have, have one, one then. You'll, you'll have, have one. one. You'll have one. Come on, we'll just have a real big one. Appreciate it. Oh, geez, look at this. I can leak you. Oh, yeah. You got to drink it. If you're listening to this, what's happened is Drew has brought in a 
A trophy worth. What is that? <laughs> oh, What's it worth? This thing. Oh, oh, that three bucks. Fifteen dollars. It's it's a really? mini. Tro- it's oh, a mini trophy, no, and we've just put beer in it, and it's now leaking through the bottom. <laughs> so that might be it. It's a leaky cup. Yeah. Oh well, that that fell flat. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Absolutely <laughs> so, perfect. Now, you don't we'll get sorry, your, we'll get your new right. We'll get you a new napkin. Dad, can I ask how much of what these guys have done in the last five weeks have you seen of their show? Oh, a little bit. Um, and you still came, that's good. Yeah, I flew all the way to Australia for it, mate. I, I don't want to miss it. But the, the planning and sideshow that, that goes with this. So it started with Swoop at DC. We've got a new pod. Yeah, everyone's got a, got a podcast these days. You want to jump on? I absolutely jump on. Keen as. Um, I'm in Sydney these days. Does that work? He's like, yep. He goes, all right. I think we found a teppanyaki place three days ago, about two weeks ago. Right, teppanyaki place, I was sweet. And then I was talking to Gitz, I was like, yeah, I think we found a Chinese place. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm getting told. Yeah, exactly. I don't live in and, then, uh, and then three days out, um, get a message from Swoop, you still look good for that pod? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sweet, I'm, I'm in Sydney, I'm, I'm coming. He goes, oh, cool, I'll send you all the details tomorrow. Nothing. The next swoops? day. Yeah, he's yeah. really busy. Really busy. Second day, nothing. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the day of the pod, I'm like, I still haven't had anything. Yeah. So who do you go to? And then get a message from Drew, and I was like, Drew, uh, your chances on, on the address? Like, where are we? <laughs> yeah. But you, you know the thing is, I sent you the address for uh, earlier on this afternoon. Two hours later, swoop on the group chats asking, so is it Lee's Fortuna? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How have you not given this to Look, us? So, <laughs> two, two hours before I'm supposed to be here, it oh, sends me a message. You go, oh, DC, by the way, this is the address. So I'm like, mate, what am I getting myself yeah, in we, for? It's not a tight ship. <laughs> yeah. I love that you don't realise like what a coup this is for us to have Dan Carter on this yeah. show. And like it, this could really launch. I it. think no, you realise this, 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 this is Swoop actually prepared. Oh, this is yeah. it. This yeah. is good. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now we are on time, did he? <laughs> he did. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now we are at Lee's Fortuna. Which, yes. This is an institution for oh, rugby union. It's, it's, yeah. it's great. The Stanley, the man who uh, who runs the place, big lover of rugby, and he was. It was a coup for, for Stanley. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is the only reason why we're going to get this meal paid for. Because it's Clearly on a tight budget. <laughs> yeah. We're so tight. And if you listen to this, uh, you need to go on YouTube and have a look. We are surrounded by jerseys, a lot of them rugby union. And yeah. Dan, you've signed a Crusaders jersey directly behind you. I did, yeah. And then Gitz, you're on the Brumbies jersey directly yep. behind you. Yeah, Swoop could be on that one, I think. Swoop, are you on that one as well? Brumbies, what year was that? Looks 2005-ish. No, he's not on it. You would be. 2005. Yeah, quite a anniversary. Yeah. yeah. You're right, Gitz. You're and, well, Swoop, are you on the Wallabies? Yeah, I am, at the bottom. Are you on the Wallabies 2019 there? Oh, yes, yeah. actually. Yeah. Anyway. And, and where are you? Well, <laughs> I don't know why, but he gave me a plate. I signed a plate. I don't know why. Right. I don't know why he gave me a plate. Because you're special. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Actually, Swoop's got a plate there, but his is hidden. Yeah. Mine and Drew's is more. Yeah, we're out front. front yeah. and I feel like we're going to probably be superseded by. What was your What was your note? Can you remember? Mine was fantastic, sensual bow. Because normally we've had a few jars, yeah. and they always ask you at the end of the night. What's your you know, one? In, um, love the dark. Love the dark. That one in Kobe we used to go to, and they got us to the Don Don. Yeah, no, no, not the, was it the Don oh. Don. Well, that's the place we used to go on Sundays. Chicken. 
Uh, chicken market. Yeah, chicken market. Oh my god, we were steamed one night, and we were on all sorts. And I love drinking and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we quite. Swoop doesn't um, remember. Yeah, no, I'm looking at him now. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't. He's like a boss in his life, and he's like, I can't remember much. Of it, but it was a good chicken. time. Oh, a couple, weeks <laughs> couple weeks ago, we had check on, and he was talking about kidnapping every player. Before the World Cup, and like you'd think you'd remember being kidnapped and interrogated by special soups. It's like, sorry, I don't ever, I don't remember. <laughs> it came back to me. Yeah, it did. Yeah, you got to give me that. Must be Absolutely. your upbringing out on the Central Coast. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dan, there's a lot we got to talk to you about, but there's all these rugby union nerds that. Tune into this show. Mate, not nerds. You can't say that. Yes, yes. All right, nothing. Supporters. No, no, no. What do you want to say? Supporters. Students of the game. We love loves of the game. Keep watching. Fucking nerds. Genuine They want to hear you talk about probably A, the Bledisler, and B, the World Cup, and C, the All Blacks. Yeah. So where do you want to start your jockey photo shoots. Well, we don't even <laughs> yeah. talk about that. We'll get into that. Yeah. So where would you like? Well, where would you like him to start? The Bledisloe. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a few topics I know a little bit about. So happy to. Yeah. Happy well, see, to, DC was called in as you know. We spoke just before uh, the uh, the game in Melbourne. He was brought in by Ian Foster, the All Blacks coach. He, alongside, was it Kevin Mialamu, just to come in and oversee and just sort of see how things are going, give some input. So basically, as Wallaby fans, we've got you and Kevy to blame. <laughs> Not at all. But, but what what was it that in this All Black squad? Like, what do you you know? You've been involved in multiple World Cup campaigns. This far out, what yeah. have you what have you picked up on? Yeah, it's a, it's a new bunch, and and you guys know pretty well that when you finish playing, you know you get invited back into the changing sheds or the team room, and it's quite awkward. I don't know if you guys feel it, but you know, yeah. going back into that environment, you kind of feel like a bit of a spear wheel. What the hell are you doing here? You know, you always say once an all black, always an all black, but things move on pretty quickly when, when you're finished uh, in the black jersey. So what happened uh, earlier in the year is uh, uh, Gilbert and Oka and the team, they invited uh, five of us just to be a fly on the wall, just sit in the background and, and just see if we pick up on, on anything around their preparation or... If any of the young guys have any questions they want to ask us, um, you know, World Cup experience that 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 were there. So this uh, legacy group was formed, and it was uh, Kevy, Richie McCaw, Conrad Smith, Leah Messam, and myself. So uh, we kind of come in sporadically, and, and last week uh, Kevy and I were in for for part of the week, and with it being a Bledisloe Cup week, it was a pretty special uh, week to be a part mm. of. There's just something about the bled that that I love, and I was lucky enough to be in the team in 2003. And the late 90s, early 2000s, the, the Wallabies were dominant. They'd won five bleds in a row, uh, three of them in the last minute or the last play of the game. So there was a lot of the senior players of the All Blacks that day that had been a part of those, um, those defeats. And there was a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. So to, for them to get their hands on the bled for the first time and see the, the raw emotion from from the senior players in the team, They're, they were in tears, they were drinking out of the bled for the first time. Something was ingrained in me as a young 21-year-old going, wow, this is, this is what it means, uh, this trophy. It's, it's a pretty you know, special thing to be a part of. But, so from there, the Blizzard Cup always had a, a really special place in, in my heart. Um, and you know, lucky enough, I was able to, to speak to the team last week about that experience and, 
and you know through that dominant phase in the early 2000s the, the head coach was it was Eddie Jones so you but you never lost one well I was, was going to just let me jump in yeah there. I refer to the Bledisloe like Cup as the Bledisloe like Cup you call it the bled. Normally you only have a nickname for something you know pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's no, why I call it the bled. It's like, oh, pretty tight. Yeah, jeez. Sorry. No, so I was yeah. saying, so you were talking about these ex-players that came in and they were crying because they got to drink out of it because they didn't get to. But for you that drank out of it, correct me if I'm wrong, from 2003 to 2015, is that 12 or 13 times? So does it taste the same for you or you're a bit like, nah, it's the bled again? <laughs> no, I'm reluctant to even talk about it yet. No, don't. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Like, yeah. also, we're mates. Yeah. I was staying at the same hotel yeah. as you guys. I don't know who booked it, but it seemed like a stitch-up for me because <laughs> I walked back after um, the game. and When we went home and Swoop stayed out. What were you doing, Swoop? No, I think we all went home, didn't we, Swoop? No, we all went home. <laughs> yeah. We actually went home. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember taking you into bed. I yeah. recall things like that, but... But the, uh, all the boys, it didn't seem like there was much of a party on. So is this all the same? It was just like... Just the first blend. One just, just gone in Melbourne. Oh, mate, I couldn't believe it. When I went back, yeah, everyone so was they, they all had a drink. Uh, they all had a drink, um, you know, out of the, the bled to, to celebrate it. And it was very different to how it was 20 years ago, 20-odd mm -hmm. years ago. Um, you know, you'd celebrate that. Even if you did have a game the, the following weekend, you'd be out. And it'd be in the bars with you all night and you celebrated. That. How would that look? Like DC, Desi Zero, after winning the bled. Now, what's well, the... even game one, that's what I was... Because I asked Mertz the same thing. Oh, mate, you'd, you'd, be, sure you'd, be, you'd be ripping into it. You'd be absolutely ripping into it. But um, they're just so disciplined. They, they know that the, the job's not done. Yeah, There's yeah. still a lot of hurt from, um, you know, 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as I would have loved them to, you know, to, to enjoy it. And to be honest, we went back to the, the team room. Yep. Um, so they had, they had a curfew and they wanted to celebrate behind closed doors in the hotel. Um, so they were sort of downstairs and in the team room, you know, there was a core group of guys, you know, uh, you know having a few out of, out of the bled, uh, which was encouraging, but it was very different to, yeah. to how, it used to, mm. how it used to be where, you know, you'd be straight out in the, the town with, with the cup itself. Yeah, when I came back, Will Jordan was there with a bag of snakes. He said, oh, well, keep it down, guts. I said, oh, no worries, mate. <laughs> I said, you're all right, enjoy yourself. No, I they didn't are. hear anything. I, I often, I like that. I often, but did you keep it down? Yeah, well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> oh, geez, the edit button already. Yeah. No, that's all right. We'll um, play that one. No, that's, that's good. It's, it's so internet. true. Like at the, the end so. of my career, you'd finish a game and, you know, you'd celebrate it in the changing room. But I felt like they were moving on to the next game far too quickly. Mm. And it wasn't until I went to France and I was like, oh, here we go. We're back on again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <I don't laughs> straight mean, after yeah, the coaches are giving me beers. They're, um, you know, the, they're into it a, a lot more, whereas, you know, professionalism really has... You know, change yeah. a lot of the younger yeah. guys. And um, what did that um, what did that build up look like for it to mean so much? Like 2015, when you boys came back from France, preparation for the World Cup, we got the win over you blokes in Sydney. I think that's when Hoops took over. Survey so in the corner was that that year? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah got my shoulder charge, but and I heard yeah. stories. I think it may have been you gets because you're speaking to Mar potentially around. 
how they use that kind of footage to create pain, yeah. create hurt. Yeah, is that like social is that media post like that, that build would look in terms of creating yeah. so much hype? Yeah, you, you know, you don't need a lot of motivation when it comes to a Blizzard Cup match. But I'll tell you what, we were using anything that, that we could. Um, you know, whether it's comments from Eddie Jones throughout the week, uh, social media posts, like mm. we would use that as fuel and it'd be sitting in the team room, like uh, comments. Uh, There's got to be one over your career that stands out. You know what I mean? Because it... Um, yeah, one we used quite a bit. No, no, <laughs> yeah, say it. no it was... Uh, We'd secured the bleed. We had a game in Hong Kong, and, and you guys beat oh. us right at the end. And oh, you know, Quaidy's yeah, uh, kind of rubbing, uh, you know, rubbing yeah. sort of Mills head into the ground. Yeah. You know, oh no, I can't remember what it was. It was Richie, I think. Yeah, we just thought that, you know, sort of celebrated probably just a little bit too much. <laughs> so, so we we kind of used that as ammunition for oh, a couple you, of years. You thought and, after 13 years of not winning at that point, <laughs> that celebrating a win's not not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> did they did they carry on a bit? Were you like oh? Guys, we've already got the trophy. Oh, mate, there's two teams you don't want to lose to. It's, it's England and, and the Wallabies, because you won't hear the end of it for a, for a long time. <laughs> Can I, which is worse? Which, which country carry, carries on worse? Because obviously we've just had the Ashes, and us as an entire nation think the Poms carry on like a pack of fuckwits. <laughs> and they think that we do. Exactly, yeah, the opposite way. So, neutral. Yeah, you're as bad as each other. That's the problem. I know that hurts, because I know it how much... Uh, yeah, yeah. How much we... Um, but you're, you're good blokes. Um, that's why, <laughs> you know, that's why I always loved, uh, you know, enjoying you know, sort of post-match uh, functions uh, to, you know, together. You know, we'll, fact, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> we'll just need some beer. Yeah. Beers and I think uh, the food has arrived, guys. So, yeah. um, Stanley, has, he's brought out his finest, knowing that, that Dan Carter's yeah. here, but also oh, you guys as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. And yourself. You as well. So yeah. it's, it's not teppanyaki, it's, no, it's, it's, it's Chinese teppanyaki. Yeah, no. where did you get teppanyaki? Well, I don't well, know, no, it was originally thrown out. Oh, well, and that's right. when you blokes through, let's do some maybe teppanyaki. That's when I kind of got on comms early. I didn't throw anything. Early comms. I tossed important. up teppanyaki. Um, so apologies. No, well, and then I saw the yakiniku places, it just took me back to, to yeah. Japan. And I was like, oh, shit, isn't so, it? I'm just going to have to operate the a lazy Susan who will be fit Susan by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, we'll get real fit. You want to go? Two seconds. Uh, oh, two, actually. Yeah. It, fantastic. Thank you. Oh, this looks good. Mm. Stop. So, um, this is um, what they call fried rice. I don't know if you. <laughs> and Stanley, this is the spring rolls. Spring rolls. Spring rolls. Fantastic. That's uh, your favourite sandwich chicken. Yeah, that's Thanks, my Stanley. favourite there. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Stanley, what about my favourite? Sang Choi Bao. Yeah, oh, I'll do it later for you. Okay, for, thank you. For dessert. Okay. They, these make, are for Drew. One, they make it specially for Dan. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, black beef. That's spicy chicken feet. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah spicy chicken feet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> spicy chicken feet. I had a Korean friend who taught me how to eat them properly. It's Oh, man. Very good. This looks amazing. Thank yeah, you. Um, so, are we just smashing it? And then yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just stuff it. So, Dan, can I ask you, as a Wallabies fan and not somebody that played, if you were if you were Eddie Jones right now and you're leading into this second Bladders line, what do the Wallabies need to do different to compete better against the All Blacks? <laughs> I think it sounds pretty simple, but set piece 
and I include um, you know, I include the sort of breakdown as, as part of that as well. Something we we always knew the Wallabies were one of the most skillful teams in the world, you know. So we'd try and match that and really focus on physicality and set piece. Um, and scrum was always a big one. We always felt like if we could win the, the scrum battle, then we'd win the game. Sorry, I got a hiccup. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. What the fuck are those sounds? Well, I'm trying to hold it in. That's weird. <laughs> Start talking about scrums, he makes fucking funny noises. Yeah, well, I actually Switched didn't on. want to hear about He's scrums right anyway. Off. All right, so if they fix those two things, yeah. the Wallabies should shit it in, in theory. Yeah. Yeah. Is that... Oh, shit. I don't think it's a, a Who do you... There's a few others. Yeah. No, it's not just Nah, like... They're, they're a dangerous side. No, I, I still think that they'll be there at the end of the World Cup. You know, they've got the talent. But just what I struggled to, to see last week was the, you know, the, the lack of self-belief. Like, they had us under the pump. Mm. The way they started, you know, that 30 minutes... Um, and then for the All Blacks, just scored two tries before half time, really sort of yeah, blow it out. Yeah, blew their sort of self self confidence, and so they just need a couple, you know, lucky breaks, you know, to actually get a couple of those tries that you know held up, so, and they got over the line. But if they can apply a bit of scoreboard pressure early in the game, then you know I, th I think they'll really you know grow and, and into a team and you know produce what they're capable of. You're you know you're World Cup winning ten. And we're in a position at the moment here in, with the Wallabies. You've got the experience of Quay Cooper. Uh, you've got the, the youth of Carter Gordon. And, and there's other guys, Ben Donaldson, Ben Foley, perhaps. Yeah. So, yeah, like that could come into, into like, uh, like way up in, in that decision. Like, who would you, from what you've seen, I know he's only, what, four, three tests into his career, Carter, with Quay Cooper. Who, what do you think you need? Carter Gordon, you have a lot of respect for him. He's, I think he's got a, a lot of potential. He'll be absolutely, you know, a couple of little errors that, um, mm. you know, the, the fans and supporters and rugby nerds out there that uh, will really, nuffies. really focus yeah, on. Nuffies, yeah. I think. Mean, <laughs> rugby <yeah>. nuffies. <laughs> you know who you are if you're watching. Thanks, Spurgis. Keep um, going. But, you know, I, th I think, you know, he'll really grow into, into great. And, and having that <clears throat> leadership uh, around him, you know, yeah. like Quaidy to, to learn from. You know what you're going to get from from Quaid. Yeah. Um, he, he's still coming back from a uh, you know, pretty serious injury. So I think the the more game time he gets, the more confidence he'll get as well. Mm. You know, the games that he has played this year, he's you know been uh, you know distributor of the ball. When when he's at his best, he's attacking the attacking the line. I haven't quite seen that. Uh, haven't seen that from from Quaid yet. But you know, it's, it's, it's so been, say for example, Wallabies end up in the World Cup Mike. final. Slow this. Sorry. Spin. World <laughs> Cup final against mate. New Zealand. Who? You're nervous. Twitch. Ten, mate. There's a lot of rugby to be played. I know. I know. Then. But I'm saying for the next week. You probably have to go for experience. Yeah. Big. <laughs> what is going on with you, bud? Spicy chicken feet, and he's you got just it. ripped in, and he's not doing great. So I'm trying to get the fucking GoPro on. Oh, yeah. Mate, I'm, I know that you're trying to get your dips. <laughs> I just wanted sauce on my dips. You're all gonna, you're gonna eat at least one of those. We're gonna do a Yeah, I did. Feet. Why don't we yeah. take? Well, I didn't think it was spicy, but it just tastes. Oh, is that what you were on before? Yeah. Oh, fuck! I was wondering what the noise yeah, you're making. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Oh, now I get it. I was crunching on this. So you go with the experience in this, like if it was next week. I think so. You know. um 
Quaid has been to World Cups. He's he's been on you know the back end of some you know some tough losses. So he's got the motivation, the experience, the um, the willingness to to you know to rewrite the, the wrongs of previous World Cups. Um, so yeah, I you know how valuable you know experiences and, mm. and, and big big moments like World Cup playoff games. You, you can't buy that experience. It almost feels like Carter Gordon's moment is the British and Irish Lions in 2025. You know, like maybe now, like I think he's going to play a huge role in the World Cup, but probably not as our 10, as starting 10, for those reasons about experience at World Cups and having the calmness under that pressure of the World Cup and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Are oh, you going to need him though? Yeah, you know, 100%. World yeah. Cup time, if you do sort of reach the final like you're talking about. Yeah. You know, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be lack, lack of form for certain players, and you need your whole squad absolutely, yeah. absolutely firing. So, um, but he's young, he's talented, uh, you know, he's got a, a really bright future. You talk about using the whole squad, 2011. Oh, you man. had to go home early, I know you don't yeah. want to talk about it. I don't want to talk your about it. Your publicist told us that was one of the things we're not, we're not allowed to talk about. <laughs> Jeez, it was a long list, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a long list. <laughs> um, but, yeah. you know, when you talk about past using your 30 squad. minutes too. <laughs> that, 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 that we gave you. Stephen Donald comes in fourth, oh. fourth off the list, white bait fishing at the, at the time. That added to the legend, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah but were you a little bit like, actually so inside? Did you like, have a bit of sting you a bit like, fuck you, mate? Not, not personally, because I'd seen the hurt. And he's, uh, he's a mate, and you saw the hurt that he went through. I think it was actually after that Hong Kong match yeah. um, that, that you guys were. He was kicking like a dog around. that game. <laughs> yeah, so he came, he came <laughs> on the last 20 minutes. Was it to do with the exit? He came on the last 20 minutes, and, and he just needed to kick the ball out. He needed to kick the ball out, the game was, was over. Right. Didn't go out, just, <laughs> and he just got ridiculed at home. Clear, and they blamed close. the loss entirely on him. And never played an all black test after that game. Never got selected again until the World Cup final. So, you know, he, his name got you know, thrown around um, you know, in a bad way and he continued to, to just go about his work, head down. He's a, he's a great man, mm. a really simple character, a lot of yeah. time for him. But that must have been pretty hard, you know, when you're getting ridiculed in, in the press around uh, your performance. And, and then for him to, you know, to, to run on to the... World Cup final and the Bull Boys shirt that was <laughs> yeah. way too small like for him. And, <laughs> and to, yeah. I couldn't have worn that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you could have vamped. Yeah. Uh, no, back then. I'd be like you're, modern you're, day Britney Spears in Madrid or something. But he was, he was literally sort of, you know, white baiting, giving up his, his World Cup dream. Uh, so I got injured the last round Robin game. Colin Slade played that game, played the quarterfinal, did his adductor as well. Um, Aaron Cruden came in um, and he played the semi-final and the final and by that time Beaver had come on they, and came on and yeah, four string. Are the All Blacks that much better than everybody else? That you could literally I reckon pull a bloke out of the crowd? In 2011, in 2011 were, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of depth. That's it's something that um, I think we have a real advantage over uh, Australian you know, rugby. You can, can get down to your your third string, fourth string, and, and you know that they can del deliver in a, in a test match. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're really lucky, the grassroots rugby Which that we is have. Which is where they've gone this week. Yeah. Or, you know, with the, sorry, with the Blazers Lobe. Number two, yeah. Number but obviously two, this but is technically going out on Wednesday next week. Yeah. So we've got to pretend like okay, that's so already happened. Really, okay, so and which the, is where the All Blacks potentially could go for the World Cup. You know, would you pick three tens or... 
How, how do you see? You, you think, obviously... Three nines. Richie's three the, so Richie is the number one, obviously. Well, they haven't even... I think so, yeah. Yeah, yep. and they've shown faith in him the last couple of weeks, but they're still trying to build uh, Damien McKenzie's game time in number 10 jersey mm. in case you know something happens at the World mm. Cup. Yeah. Obviously, you've got Bodie there. You know what he's capable of. So they are kind of planning for you know sort of worst-case scenarios. So you had Damien McKenzie playing the first Test match yeah. of the year against Argentina in the second Blues Cup game. You've got Damien McKenzie you know, playing again. These <laughs> uh, cups. <laughs> it's something to do with those those chicken feet, feet mate. The chicken feet with a beer. Do you know how you fix them? What? Drew has to hit you as hard as he can in the guts. Yeah. In the as guts. As hard as he can in the gut. In your diaphragm. You should stand up now and Are they drink. clean? That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard as you can, but you can't expect it, so. Oh, okay, and so you're not, not ready. To, and you're not allowed to flex your stomach. No, no well, I can't actually, be ready. Is that, is that, is that in the gym? Does that. Um, so, we heard all that chat about the All Blacks and the, you know, that fourth string, and you guys started talking about depth. I, what I want to know is, what were you tens, your All Black tens doing during the 2011 World Cup? Because two of you had groin injuries. <laughs> <laughs> so the one part. <laughs> I'd be a bit stronger than that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Maybe a black Maybe, I don't know. So should we should we now look forward? Should we do some crystal balling? <clears throat> Last week we were talking to Mertz about the pools. Mm. Danger pools. So it wasn't Mertz. Didn't he have his finger on the pulse? <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no. I, asked him, I yeah. said New Zealand for the second blitz, they won't change the team, yeah. change the yeah. team. I think Not they maybe need to look at Noah Lolasio playing yeah. for Australia. He's in Toulon at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he was so pointless having no, no, He was, and I'm glad you heard, because yeah. every third word I missed, because it was the, the, the yeah, shit Wi Fi. Wi Fi, shit shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you watch that. Thanks for coming on, Mertz. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, you followed a good one. You know, it's hard to keep track of all the, you know, the young players and, and who's playing these mm. days when, you, when you're removed from it. So, sh yeah, I wouldn't. You'll be fine. A lot of time. Sorry, I set the bar yeah. up. Yeah. Swoop doesn't know it. <laughs> Swoop's always <laughs> busy with the two. I'm working, mate. Yeah, he's got a two and a four. Who's that young kid I had a chat to? Who? That young kid from the Tars. Oh, Tane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, was that? Yeah, enjoyed that. Well, thanks for doing that. Um, and then he went and got injured the next week and didn't play the rest of the season, pretty much. I was like, oh, yeah, mate, I'm going to follow your season. I know you know DC really well. Can you ask him if I could just spend a little bit of half an hour with him? I was like, fuck, I actually respect you kind of reaching out and wanting that. You know? Oh, I love that. Well, on yeah, top of that, that. And that was off the back of the conversation. There was a guy in France that wanted to kick with Johnny. He did one session with him, tore his uh, quad off the bone. <laughs> no shit. Johnny felt horrible. <laughs> so Johnny, Johnny Wilkins. Yeah, Johnny personally. Wilkinson, but he kicks like a like over the top. And he had this young kid showing him what he does. Uh, this young Espoir kid who's now at Clermont. And he uh, tore his quad off the bone. So even at the end of his career, he was still having a two-hour kicking session after training. He couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't not. No. We'd had to breathe. No disrespect to breathe, but we probably should have got the points there. Yeah. And um, we'd be waiting on the bus while Johnny's just kicking, kicking, kicking. I said, surely, Johnny, look, we're not being going, we won't go for penalties. It'll be fine. You can get on the bus. <laughs> He's like, man, I cannot go and, like, I can't be mentally 100% in this game if I've not done everything. I was, was, so was that, sorry, pre-game or post-game? Pre. Yeah, right. 
So post game, depending on how he kicked. Off. How he kicked post game. Yeah, we'd be in the function and he'd be out there still no. kicking. Really? Yeah, and he, is really he was well aware. And we'd, we'd win by he 30. He the But he missed one, one from the team yeah. or something. I knew. He said, like, I know what I do is not normal, but this is my way. Yeah. And how did he do his Achilles again? What was he... We're going to save that for when we get Johnny on. Okay. Good yeah, tease. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Very good. It could be never because we've only we got really six shows. So, Johnny, tease. if you're listening, you have to. So, when Johnny Wilkins. He won't him. be listening. Yeah. <laughs> He's not listening. He's <laughs> not watching. Nah, he, not he could be. Yeah, it's maybe. a cracking story. Mate, number He's one burner account in the UK. Yeah. He's listening. And he has it's number one podcast in Australia. Mate, in 20 other countries. We do need to say. Why are we not doing well in New Zealand? No, we're doing it in New Zealand. We're killing it. Are we doing well in New Zealand? Union. Yeah, you guys good. Yeah, we're going all right. Because of you guys. I'll get my book a plug. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, get it out. Yeah, get it out. Where is it? Oh, let's give Dan. Actually, let's oh. talk about this book. No, 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 we'll get to oh, the book no. a bit later. Yeah, I've, I've lined something up for the book. We're okay. Oh, oh, shit. I yeah, to at least someone's organised there. Yeah. I wanted to go yeah, somewhere there. It was, uh, oh, mate, last time we caught up in New Zealand, it was a pretty quiet night uh, after the Bledisloe last year. You're talking about some of the work you're doing back here in Oz with a lot of the league players. And how much you're enjoying that? I'm interested in that. I should go for piss. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can keep yeah, talking. So we, we won't talk Before about stories. No. You, when you go no, no, no. If there's anybody got any. Keep it light. I heard that had a bad bladder. Wait. Keep it all. So the deal is when he goes for piss, we shit can. All right, what do you got for us? Well, so, no, you know, what have you got for us? Yeah. Do you have a rating when you're playing against him? I've still got the mic at least. I know you want to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of want to just say it. Anyway. Did you, when, when you were prepping, did you? I think, could only pump him up, like seriously. No, but did you? Was it because we've heard word that he used to talk a lot of shit on the field? Nah, mate. Did he against you guys? He was playing next to Greg's, and Greg's talking more shit than I did. Yeah. Did Greg's give you any shit chat? Nah, he just wouldn't shut Constant. up. Constant. Yeah. Yeah. Keep using your full name. What do you think about um, Scott Barrett giving Nick Wilder oh, the shush? That was good, wasn't it? It was good. Eh? Oh, so good. Because he's actually not. He's he admitted it too. He's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know. Really? Yeah. He's, 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 so, he's so polite. That's really not he's, like me. You know. uh, I, I saw a few people say, oh, you know, like, all blacks only pick good blokes, whatever, you know, like, yeah, the, the miniature and, you know, the really like, I was like, that doesn't make him a bad bloke. Like, that's, no, that's him asserting so, his dominance. Yeah, just going, mate, absolutely. you know, like, you're a pest, shut up. <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff where people, oh, you know, you know, you might rub the head, like, I'm like, that's bullshit. But that kind of stuff, I'm like, that's great. Oh, you know, you can you can milk penalties. You know, so he, he got cleaned out and he was trying to get the ref's attention, so he just kind of told him to, yeah. to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It was a bit well, like, you, Dan, a bit you like recently gets. said that the game needs more characters, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think this podcast is taking it too far? No, definitely not, mate. <laughs> Do you think we need to bring it back a time? Mate. There, there, no, there are robots that are getting churned out. There's a market yeah. for it, mate. There's a market for it, clearly. You guys are number one. <laughs> well, we don't know that. That's no. just the prof told us we're number one. <laughs> so I need to stay employed. <laughs> 20 different countries. I'm getting, I'm getting a fee each show. Or anything. It doesn't matter. Oh. Here's your San Troy Bow, mate. Oh, I love San Troy Is it because it's Fantastic. got lettuce around it that it makes you feel like it's healthy? I don't know. It's just, yeah. Obviously, last time I was here, maybe eight, nine years ago, where I wrote on the plate, I just thought it was fantastic. <laughs> no, I've got to have one of those wings. Uh, the feet, yeah. Should we all do a chicken foot very yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to spin this. They're ordering that. another one. That's, I'll go again. Now, let's all try it because now, who do, whose is that? That was mine. Yeah, you've got to eat the feet. You've you got to yeah, actually do, you got to get the toes. Okay, no, so that's like a. Yeah. 
I think it's like a wing. Un- uncircumcised wiener. That thing. Look at that. The big toe. <laughs> oh, you got one, Dan? True. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that. Now, um, we do need to talk about the World Cup yep. and get Dan's take on it, and then we can start hearing your stories about playing with him. Yeah, stuff that people want to hear. But are we all going? Yeah, 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 let's do a foot first. Let's do a foot. My two. Have you got one? They're good. No, I haven't got a foot yet. Here you go, grab a foot. Oh, there's two feet left. How good no, is that? Go around the Give him the bird. Or you get, bird. Uh, get a bit of chili in there. Sweet. You're no good on the spot. So if you're listening, we're currently having a chicken foot that's oh. doused in chili. How do you go with chili? Nah, no. You're not great, oh, are you, perfect. Drew? Let's put this camera uh, on. Let's just like the feet. Yeah. Put that's that on your claw there. Shout. Let's all have a chili and then just see. Drew, you throw it. Oh, man. Why should we give each other a little fist bump? I'm going to regret this. High five? High four. They're all like doing the middle finger. Look at mine. Mine's not. Oh, that's, there's actually a bit of kick on that. What a cute little hand. <laughs> Have a look at it. Oh, my hand fell off. <laughs> mm. Very knuckly. Did you get knuckles? Yeah, oh, I got no, nothing on no, no. It's falling off. Oh, oh mate. Oh, do you swallow it all? Really? Yeah, shit, shit. Oh, holy. Mate, you don't swallow the knuckles. No, no not the bones. Oh, don't oh, swallow the bones, bones kids. <laughs> no, no, 100%. You're just taking the force cut off. Chew the bones. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. The cartilage. No. Yeah, the cartilage good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very good. I'm not doing that. Certainly no. That's what Ma told me with the chicken. His old man said, eat everything, and you'll get the ligaments, you'll get the cut, yeah. whatever you eat, you'll you'll grab. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I mean, I what do you need a chicken ligament for? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I've missed someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You get a barbecue chicken, <laughs> and the family would sit around <laughs> and eat everything. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate. how poor were you? What's <laughs> No, I'm talking about we're in Toulon together. <laughs> Me and Ma were getting paid. We're okay. <laughs> there but, was plenty of parking But there was a bit there on the chicken, and he said, Eat ripping the ligament, like ripping the cartilage, it'll go to you. <laughs> Tasted like shit, but I had it. <laughs> Didn't feel any better the next day, let me tell you. So I don't think it worked, but anyway. Oh, he was winding you up. That's my story. Mm. Well, he was eating as well, though. Oh, mate. He's sucking the life out of that. <laughs> Oh, That'd be very disappointed with us. Who was oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, that's got to go. You got to do a bit more. That was my on first that. one. I went home. Size or that? We'll take them both. Oh, I'm done. Sorry, Gits, who was it that was making you eat the chicken? Ma and Nono. Yeah, right. We were at Trillon together. Well, he wasn't making me, it was a suggestion. And I felt I needed the ligament. So I did it. And when he suggests something, Ma, he's a big, scary bloke. You listen. Yeah. He was the reason that I um, snapped that drop goal in the World Cup final in 2015. I know, he told me that. He was just, you guys had all the momentum, you came back, you scored those two tries and we needed a momentum shift and Ma was fucking screaming at me, take a droppy, take a droppy. I'm like, oh shit, okay, yes, yeah, it is. So I spent the next couple of minutes trying to set one up and then just snap one. So don't blame me for that drop. Did you say it was Ma? You could have kicked it like shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, Did um, you ever fold it? No, nah, not Ma. No, as much as I wanted to. Did he fold you? He folded me a few times. Yeah. Mate, but you wanted it. Oh, 100%. If you don't want it enough, it'll never happen. But Well, it sounds like you didn't want it enough because yeah. it fucking never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. Was he the worst person to defend for you? Um, not really. Yeah, he was. He's rattled. Oh, he's a beast. He was great. I love him. Good fella. If we're doing toughest opponent, and you, you have said that Ma Nonu wasn't. I hope he doesn't watch this. Oh, he does. Yeah. No, he does. Does he watch this? Yeah. 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 Ma, you're great. 
But, but you weren't was, my toughest. Who was the toughest? Um, I, mean, I used to always say, and I'm not saying just because he's sitting here, I never, it was never really my direct kind of player, you know, opposite player. It was kind of this bloke. Oh, the idea fuck of, off. Uh, Get off no. your knees. I've always said it. I've always said it. But if you couldn't... I've always DC. said it up until the year I played. Anyway, I'll get to that. Okay. I've always said DC. Here's your napkin. Fight your chin. Mate, here's that watch I told you. I told you I'd give you a few bucks. Oh, no, you know what it was like because it was all right. Your, your ability to make the back three feel very uncomfortable. So I always felt like you challenged me in those areas. It was pretty t- pretty tough and pretty uncomfortable back at one stage. There's a couple of high balls that you put up that I dropped. You certainly let me know about it, which fucking stung me. But um, it was DC up until not often, but at the right time, you, yeah, you got right. a little but bit in that final. Enough, yeah, you yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And then he we, dropped one right near the end of the. Let's yeah. go there. What was what, what was the lip you gave him when he was on the ground in the final? Oh, you asked him if he. Were you yeah, knocked so, out? No. Remember when I got spear tackled? What year is this? Oh, two. Oh, this is top fourteen final. Top yeah, 14. top 14 final, yeah, right. Yeah. And um, which I still get bad sciatic pain. Genuine. So so in France. So I'm hanging yeah, off France, a thing. They're anyway. trying to milk a penalty and they lie on the ground the whole time. That's why. To be fair, they tell you to lay down until they can see it on the big screen. Yes. Yeah, so really? Bernard Laporte would say, I got up after a hit and he said, Matt, stay down. Oh, Let the ref review it and like it's not how we're yeah. raised here. Over there I was genuinely injured in this final. And then D said, Oh, you've been in France too long there, bro, and then just walked off. I was like, oh, fuck him. So then I stood up <laughs> <laughs> Stood up and played eighty minutes. I'm like, mate, how injured are you? No, but still oh, really bad. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. You want to know? Are you serious? No, genuine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway. It's a real down. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're the toughest opponent? Um, they don't have to be at the table. Yeah, Swoop, Swoop didn't get no, the. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was. I was lucky. I'm not sure if you played against them, but um, the late Jonah Lomu, my mm. first ever game, uh, provincial rugby, Canterbury against Wellington. He comes off the bench. I was playing first five, and he gets the ball from the halfback and just beelines straight at me. 19 years of age, try to tackle him. Ended up five meters back from where I tried to tackle him, he ran through, scored a try. And this is like a hero that I'd looked up to so much. Played and then, and then I was absolutely... Yeah. yeah, what a game that was. Oh, Jonah yeah, they haven't done a decent yeah. footy, Nothing. footy game since. Jonah yeah. Long rugby, that was a, a classic. He absolutely piss-bowled me. I was like, okay, that's what it's like to, to come up against him. And then he had his, um, you know, illness and complications. So I you know, never got a chance to play with him. He didn't play after that year. Uh, New Zealand anymore, but you know, he was such an icon of the game, and to be able to, to play against him and get absolutely piss bowled by him was, uh, <laughs> it was, was, a, real, was a real highlight. Yeah. 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 It was a real highlight of my yeah. career. It was, uh, he, was, he was tough. All right, Biv. Yeah, go. I, I, I'm going to say, uh, and I've said it since pretty much I've retired and whatever, uh, Joe Rockethoko. I, I just, when I, when I marked him, he had the capacity to gas me, which he did. He had the ability to step me, which he did. He could bump me, did that too, and he could chip over me. I just felt when I was marking him, he and had... They kept picking you to mark him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. Uh, but I just, you know, you just knew that you, you had to kind of limit the space, but you're just someone with the, the full arsenal of, of weapons. In terms of an outside back, he had the power, the speed, the skill, like all of that to, 
to really like, I guess, you know, ask questions of the defender. And that's why, I, I don't know, I just always thought, um, yeah, rocks was the, the toughest opponent. That Fiji and Fendi hit kind yeah. of braces yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. goes like this, yeah. kind yeah, of pushes you off like this. Yeah. 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 yeah, he was. What a great segue. Mm. Who did you say? Who asked? Oh, Rapini Thather. Rapini Thather. He was the... 2003. Yeah. Well, 2004, 2004 is the story was I was talking about. I was about to talk about. He, um, like, just individually, wasn't obviously someone that I marked up against, but individually he was unbelievably raw and talented. So there was a game plan where we said we wouldn't show him the sideline. So our wingers would go as close to the sideline and then the centre would hopefully tackle him. The centre didn't get him, then I'd come, and Stephen Larkham, when I was at the Brummies, then George Gregan at the time. We showed him the sideline, he's just gone, uh, didn't show him the sideline, he's just gone bang, 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 off his left. Then the Fijian fan with George Gregan, straight through the middle. Um, then they showed, I showed him a little bit of the sideline after that, because they said, okay, well, we need to show him a little bit. He was right on the sideline. I mean, I'm not a great defender, but you'd think that I could move him a centimetre because he was right near the sideline. He's just done that Fijian fanned. I've given him everything I could. I remember having like a stinger and his hips just went side to side, moved maybe a millimetre, scored down the sideline. That was the one player that I still remember out of my whole career was like, I don't know how I could stop this one. Yeah, yeah. what else you could do. All right, so we're going World Cup now. Let's talk a bit of World Cup. That's what people want to hear. I need a week. Oh, yes. Oh, you better go, mate. Yeah. This is it. Tinkle Talks. Okay, you can tinkle talk <laughs> about me for this. Yes. I know, but there's so much going through my mind. Yeah, don't, don't do anything. Hey, you're actually not going for a piss. You're going for a vape, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to do both. <laughs> Great. What did he say about me? When oh, you were gone? Goodness. No, we were trying to get Dan to show you. Yeah, good. Yeah. I don't have much on this. Yeah. Okay. What about old uh, oh, well, Biff? Much on I know, but the thing is, where do you draw the line? So we've set him up with this girl, Darcy. Oh. Yeah, she's Good a belter, sort. and he just—he won't go on a date. Well, she loves line out. Yeah, she um, she rode into the show. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. 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 He just—I don't know. He's, he's. I think he's still got the. Photo I think he's got a lot. By the sounds of things, he's got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think even if we don't tell a story, but he thinks that we've told a really yeah. bad one, he'll freak out a little bit because Oh yeah, he, so, he gets bad anxiety. Yeah. I'd like to really play on that. <laughs> <laughs> What a good friend. What a good friend. I can see why you're doing so tired. Yeah. 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 So, because yeah. World Cup friend, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be anxious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get anxiety. It doesn't take much. We're in a pretty solid relationship, anxiety and I. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no, we, we no, didn't get to it. Yeah, Dan was just... You were so quick. Yeah, Dan was just saying France in the World Cup. He was oh, saying... Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, anybody yeah, that's, anybody that's going to meet the All Blacks is probably the French. Yeah. Uh, no uh, on that, should we do that real quick? If we get that out of the way... What are we doing? Yeah. Just the, the World Cup chat. Yeah. Who's going to play the All Blacks in the final? And then we can just start... Oh, it's good. I do. Sorry. Could be the All Blacks? No, no. You reckon? Ooh. Ooh. Who are you saying? Final. Oh, I'm a bit more confident than I was over the last couple of years with the way they've played. <coughs> and they've found their confidence, their mojo back, and, and they're beating teams by you know 30 points. But they're yet to have a really sort of come from behind victory. And I think that was the strength of you know previous yeah. World Cup teams in 2015, 11, as you'd be down 
on the scoreboard by 10 points with five minutes to play and you still knew that the All Blacks would find a way uh, to win and they had that self-belief and that confidence. It's just the one thing that I'd love to see, um, either at the early stages of the World Cup or sometime you know, b before those playoff games. So that would give me a lot of confidence. Oh, right, yeah, they've, they've got the, the right mentality to, uh, to go all the way. So who are the other teams? Yeah, if you would have been, you can't pick. Why does he run um, right in Ireland off? Mm. He runs a guy now that I think under Andy Farrell's guidance, they're a completely different side. They're like, oh, they'll choke. The pressure will get too much of them. They're picked too early. They've been awesome the last few years, and the, the way that they came down to New Zealand last year beat us in a series at home, and they didn't celebrate it. They said, oh, and you could just tell this is just part of this journey that they're on. Um, and just felt like they were building for something, you know, much, much bigger than just the the instant uh, success. So, yeah, I think they're going to be they're going to be there at the end. Yeah. So Ireland at the end, and then the problem is like, you know, the French obviously, yeah. you know, they are probably the the favourites mm. of the World Cup. Really big, massive pack, uh, young, skillful players. Um, but the way that the draw is, you know, it's going to be a couple of teams uh, knocked out, you know. Pretty early, pretty early in the playoffs, yeah. yeah. Well, that opening match, which is France versus New Zealand, mm. yeah, could be the best match of the whole tournament. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love them to go like this, yeah, and then meet again in the, in the final. In the as, final. A, as a New Zealand fan and someone that's played rugby in France, and know how much this World Cup means uh, means for them. Because who, who would uh, the Wallabies get in the quarter? I think it's either England or Argentina. Oh, okay. So you back yourself there. Yeah, so I mean, because obviously the world rankings would, for the, the World Cup draw, I think was two years ago, so whatever the rankings mm. were at that point. And that's why so many of the now top four have ended up on the same side of the draw. Yeah. But, you know, we've got Wales, Fiji, uh, Georgia. Georgia and Portugal. Fiji, really, that'll be a yeah, they're they're dangerous. Yeah. What did we call our pool? The plunge pool. Were we in the plunge pool? Uh, yeah, the betting one. Yeah. Yeah, the plunge pool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We named the pools last week. We had the pool of death. The kiddie pool, the plunge pool, and the um, sensory deprivation pool. <laughs> Which is the one that you don't really... The boring one? It's the one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, ass. But um, you guys were in the... What was New Zealand and... They France? were the kiddie pool, I thought. They were the clean... That's right, they both clean cut. And the pool of death was the Irish pool. South Africa, yeah. Scotland, Tonga, yeah. and Romania. Yeah, Tonga, yeah, with uh, yeah. The, the internationals. Mm. Stats. Eligibility rules, they've got a hell of a backline. Yeah. But I think they got, um, they haven't really had the results <clears throat> in these first yeah. couple of friendly games, have they? I mean, they've been Australia, right? Yeah, but like all the uh, yeah, all right. the teams at the moment, they've been they beat Australia, right? Yeah, they beat Australia. Tonga. Yeah. Mm. They? They've been chopping a lot with their selections week to week, um, you know, from guys playing some and not, not others, but... So if New Zealand are in the final, who are they against Ireland, you think? Can that happen? France. Okay. New Zealand France, so they meet again. At the end. Mm. Can I ask you guys, if we are doing World Cup quickly, most memorable World Cup moment? You all played, do you play it in three, Swoop? Four. Four? Four? Come on, rock balls? Four. Four, big rock balls, too. you should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mate, you should yeah. fucking scull your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You won. Do you want Don't hey, play it. What yeah. is this? It's peer pressure. It's not peer no, pressure. Now the camera crews turn on me. Fuck you <laughs> all. Punishment. <laughs> um, I don't know how many World Cups Daily Cherry Evans has played in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can think about those when you're finishing your <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. 
And so you can talk while he's going. <laughs> sure. Oh, sorry, kids. I might host. Do it. <laughs> Mate, you while you're doing that. I, That'd be you know, great. I always said I didn't need to be here. Oh. No, we want you here, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's the quadruple? <laughs> Quintuple. Yeah. Uh, all right, sorry. So, Swoop. Four. Uh, can you do your best World Cup? Did you just say four? I played in four. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, four, four. Oh, you were talking about quadruple and you're like, no, and I you knew. said quintruple oh. and you went four. Like, you're like, no, you just no. cut yourself out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to be part of these shenanigans. I, um, oh, fuck, they're all pretty special. But nice big rice balls. Mm. Well done, son. Buffalo. Mm. Um, I mean, remember 2011 <laughs> World Cup? 2011 World Cup. And remember yeah. our pre-games? And we <laughs> tailored our Tuesday night, day, the night before a day off the dinner experience to the team that we're playing. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> we played so Italy, played America. Italy. So oh, the Tuesday night we went that. for Italian. Great. Next week so we, we have played China America. We yeah, we are. Nice yeah. American food with oh, a couple okay. of beers. A couple of beers and a fucking whiskey. That's right. <laughs> um, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Then we played that's Russia. Right. Yeah, then we were oh, on the vodka. Oh, wow. Good. Okay, that yeah. didn't end up, so that Wednesday was yeah. a little horrible. We, we didn't eat, because we, we didn't know what Russians eat. That's you tore your vodka. And then I tore my hamstring and I went home. Well, don't forget Ireland. We had Ireland. Oh, and was, we went I, for a couple of Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, oh, that's and a, a great idea. Bit of a stew, and that was yeah, that was, that, was, that was pretty cool. That was good. I enjoyed that. Daniel four. <laughs> so he's going to say what I mean. And your dining experiences. Your jokes might be slightly different. You'll be like, <laughs> I'm drinking out of the World Cup the third time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, no. It's, <laughs> Should we finish with Dan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we go? Yeah. I feel sick. You know, yeah. don't be a slack, it's, man. What's oh, your favourite? Um, see, I think 2003 probably could have been because it was a home World yeah. Cup, but it was my first one. And it was just like we were um, used to winning. We made a final. We lost that final. But I just thought the next World Cup we'll make the final and we'll just win that one. <clears throat> Didn't realise, obviously, how hard it was to get into a World Cup. So 2007, we got knocked out in the quarters. Um, I think just a couple of hours before you boys. Yeah. Um, we were chahooing. Oh, man. We were going through our walkthrough, and we're like, the Wallabies just lost. You made our drink up so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a couple hours later. Our yeah, team room was like awake, and then someone said, All the All Blacks just lost. And we <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it, I didn't get picked, so then I went overseas, and when you sign overseas at the time, you couldn't play for the Wallabies again, so to get the opportunity to come back in 2015, you know, again, we lost the final, which was devastating, but it helps when you lose, when you, I suppose you lose to the team that's most deserving, you know, they've been the most consistent team for a while, um, but that one was, was really special for me because my kids got to see me play for my country which when I went over to France, I didn't have any kids. So I didn't think that was possible. So mine's a little bit deeper than Swoop's. Feet. I like that. Tash, yeah. yours is yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. So I got some chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> and a fucking whiskey. Yeah. So can I ask you? I'll have a fireball with Swoop. <laughs> then when you played with, when, when you then played, then when you played with Johnny Wilkinson. Yep. And obviously he broke, you know, the wall of his hearts and the yep. whole country. We were all watching. <laughs> yeah. Did you get on with him straight away? No, I wanted to hate him. I wanted to hate him badly, but he's so nice. Mm. And he's just such a team man. He doesn't care about... I don't think he realises how big he is, like how much of a global superstar he is. And I, obviously, as a teammate, you love that. But he just... Like, he really just cares about 
doing his bit for the team, and when he doesn't, you can see how much it hurts him. So I really wanted to hate him, but he helped me win like a few titles over there. So He also said that the drop goal in 2003 was the best and the worst thing that happened to him. Best because they won the World Cup, but yeah. worse because it gave him this notoriety that he wasn't comfortable with, and he, he didn't like the celebrity that it gave, that it brought on him. He just was all about the team and, and just all that sort of stuff. Sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, oh, we spoke about that. What's no, we didn't. What, what's the name? Yeah. Darcy? <laughs> you were supposed be? to be off. No. It Fine. is off. It's just like on site. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's no, it's vibrating. Yeah, vibrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, I just let it go as my butt plug for about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's out of place. Hey, that stays in. <laughs> no, no, yeah. stay in. It definitely stays in. Both the phone and that bit stays yeah. in. Yeah. All right, you've you got your moment to shine here. You have shit uh, swoop. No, yeah. So, I mean, look, 2007, got knocked out at the, in the quarterfinals. I was 23. Same sort of thing, like with Gitz. The occasion was amazing. Um, I actually got dropped for the quarterfinal for swoop. I was a top try scorer of the whole comp that, at that point, got dropped. Thanks, Swoop. Um, when everyone was fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when everyone was fatigued. At the start of the game when you were on the bench. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 2011, I then, after the Russian uh, delicacies on a season, I tore my hamstring. And I, I was coming back from that, uh, from a discated ankle, uh, tore my hamstring. So, and much the same as what Gitz was saying, going to France, not having that op- option or opportunity for, for then like check to change the laws to come back. It was just like a really, I don't know, really cool experience. I think we're probably a bit older to really appreciate it as well, but I, it's almost weird saying it. That my most memorable and but it's like a bit of a, sw- a bittersweet scenario like because we played, made the World Cup final, my family were there, uh, my brothers, my, my, my parents and all that. We, you know, we, playing up against the All Blacks. It was just like World Cup final. We, we genuinely thought when we're in the lining up against these guys in the tunnel that, you know, we, we were going to finish up as, as the World Champions. And sure, it didn't play out that way, but, you know, to have that belief, like, if you don't have that, then you're no chance. But I know, it was, and again, to what Gitz has said, when you're playing against a team that arguably could be considered the best ever team that's played, you know, like around that, that era there between 11, 15, any of those All Black teams through that period, mm. you could argue that perhaps they played the best, most kissed, consistent, high-pressure type of footy. And so whilst it was like a really difficult loss to take, it was also like, fuck, you made the World Cup final. You know, like, you've obviously gone on to, to better than that. But like, you know, that we were one step away from the ultimate and I hadn't, I hadn't experienced that before that. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. You, your f- whole family's there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real big build-up, and then, then there's, 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 there's some the team that yeah. just crush it. <laughs> that just crushed all your all your dreams. Yeah. Uh, but for me personally, having the the trauma of what I'd gone through in the previous three World Cups, uh, getting knocked out in 2003, where I was sort of young and, and naive and didn't really know the extent of World Cups and what what they meant, and to be knocked out <clears throat> and completely outplayed by the Wallabies in the semi-final and then to go back and see the hurt on the players, the the senior players and the team that knew that they weren't playing in another World Cup. That was it for them. Like, oh, sheesh, this uh, this means a lot. I'm, I'm lucky, I'm young. I'm gonna have another chance, hopefully, if I work hard enough in four years' time. And then to be the number one team in the world for three years and in really sort of dominating fashion going into that World Cup, 
just get absolutely dealt to in the quarterfinal was a huge sort of wake-up call and realised there were you know certain parts of our our culture and the way we used to play um, that, that we were missing. And then 2011 in New Zealand, a really proud moment, and then to, to have such a serious injury and have my Rugby World Cup um, dream sort of destroyed in, in one injury with, with one kick um, was, was tough. Uh, so to, to make a fourth World Cup and the, the lead into that World Cup, I, was, I had injuries, I wanted to retire, I wanted to give up, and it was a really challenging 2013 and 14 season where I thought that my body was telling me to, to stop, but I went into survival mode and, and managed to just keep things churning over and, and then it just, it just built um, you know, really, really well through the World Cup, started to, to string a few games and then start playing some, some good rugby and, and then to, to play a pivotal role in, in helping the team make history. You know, to be the first team to win back-to-back -back World Cups. But what I love the, the most about that World Cup <coughs> is there were seven really good mates of mine um, that had played 100 <coughs> test matches or more and, and they were all finishing in the black jersey mm. uh, mm. that day. So to finish on this fairy tale finish, which is not guaranteed in, in yeah. sport, and to finish alongside you know, the likes of you know, Kevy, Richie, Ma, you know, Conrad, you know, Woody, all the guys that were had committed to, to finishing uh, to finish on such a yeah. high with, with them was was a really you know, pretty special moment. We're really happy we could provide you guys. With thanks, <laughs> thanks, boys. Two thousand seven, there was like when you got knocked out of the quarters, there was like a realization that maybe something was wrong culturally. What is there one thing uh, specifically? Well, not even culturally, but for you specifically, was there one learning you think? Yeah, from we um, we didn't like pressure. We we loved dominating teams and winning by 20, 30 points. But as soon as the going got tough, uh, guys you know, started hiding and we didn't talk about pressure and, and understanding the, the psychological side of what pressure does to you. And if you're mm. gonna go on and win a World Cup, you need to be able to, to perform with the, the most pressure that you've ever had before. So we've got a forensic psychologist, Kerry Evans, worked with Gilbert Anoka, our team psychologist, and we dove into, into the, the brain, you know, the redhead, bluehead, what traits you go into when you're under pressure, you know, freeze, fight or flight. And, and then all of a sudden our training for the next four years was at such a high intensity. You used to call them Test Match Thursdays, where we would belt in each other. We had the- oh, We did that on Tuesday. Yeah, that was a Tuesday. Yeah, we always felt like, we needed a, we felt like we needed a spike just okay. before the, the game. So Test Match Thursdays and, um, and the coaches were blatantly getting referees in to cheat just to try and get us off task and sending guys off at training, trying to get us to argue and get us off task or to teach us to understand when we are in a state of redhead and off task to try and get us back in, in the blue and live in those moments. So in the quarterfinal when the, the French were just coming at us, we, were, we, we had no answers. We couldn't change our game plan. Our game plan started being pick and goes. It was really weird and, and no one knew what to do. We fast forward four years when we understand what our brains were doing in that, that situation and, and actually learning that the most successful people in the world uh, live with pressure every single day. Mm. Um, so all of a sudden we used to think pressure was a burden and we're like, hold on, well, we live with pressure every time we, we put on the black jerseys and it's actually a privilege to have, mm. <coughs> privilege to have pressure in your life um, because if you have the right tools and you overcome those moments, you know, that's, that's where greatness is. 
Um, so actually we started to, to embrace pressure, walk towards it, try and bring it into our environment uh, a lot more and all of a sudden now we had the, the tools to be able to deal with was performing under pressure. So when it came on in the Rugby World Cup final 2011, four years later, you know, guys were really, you know, great sort of decision making, were really decisive, Our communication lines were, were really clear, completely different to how it was four years ago and, and sort of spending a lot more time on our mental strength. Because we were doing the work in the gym, we were doing work on the footy mm. field, but we weren't spending any time on our mental strength. And so we spent four years growing and learning a lot more about that. I think that was a big part of the reason of finally sort of winning a World Cup after 24 years. Yeah, and is that um, a lot of those learnings you've obviously pushed after, you know, you transition after rugby, you get into, the, you've obviously got a few books out. Is that what that's trying to help other people deal with or? Yeah, I'm, when, when, when I finish my career, and I often get asked, well, what, what are you most proud about mm. in, in your career? And it, it wasn't the, the World Cup victories, it wasn't the, uh, the World Rugby um, Player of the Year awards, it was the impact that I was able to have on the, the next generation. Because I remember when I was a young kid, you know, five years old, I used to look up to John and Michael Jones, later on Mertz, Jonah Lomu, they were my heroes and all mm. I ever wanted to aspire was to, to be an all black like them. So when I finished my career I felt like I was able to, to inspire the, the younger generation um, to, to go out there and, and live their dreams. So I love giving back mm. and being a part of, you know, a pretty special culture like the All Blacks, I felt like I had so much sort of learning um, and, and knowledge that I just, I wanted to share. So that's why my latest book, you know, The Art of Winning was formed as just kind of lessons uh, that I learned through, you know, playing rugby for close to 20 years and pretty passionate about, you know, sharing that, that knowledge and experience. That's why I'm doing, you know, some work with some of the, the league boys. They, um, Who's your league team? Uh, <coughs> North Sydney Bears. Oh, mate, back, yeah, no, nah, we were talking about North Sydney Bears today. When mm. I saw we're over in North Sydney for, for this. Oh, the Bears, the yeah. Mighty Bears. Oh, Gary Larson. You guys on a piss up. Philly oh, Moore, oh, yes. Oh. North Sydney Bears jersey, don't you? I do. Yeah, that's why Did when I saw their dress, <laughs> I was like, mate, I wish I had my old school North Sydney Bears uh, top, but I would have worn it tonight. Missed opportunity. Warriors are doing well this year. You didn't give me the address, mate. Yeah. Two hours before. Yeah. So. Did the Warriors ever approach you post? Or at any or point? Or during, yeah. Did the old Warriors ever come to you and no, say? No, I never sort of had oh, any league offers. No wonder they sucked. Why didn't they think about that? Yeah. Well, that's why. I get Dan Carter. Mate, I, I would have been hopeless <laughs> at league. No. You played a bit league, 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 right? You were league juniors. early on. Yeah, yeah juniors. But it's like this. My old man and yeah. brothers and that love league, but. Is it a different sport? You can't just bounce from. I think it is, but we were talking with Michael Checker and he said that. He thinks for certain athletes it's an easy crossover. Uh, yeah. I disagree. I think they're totally different. Like my brother does assistant coach to the Raiders, yeah. and he coaches the reserve grade side. Just like the language and what he's looking for, it's almost like, I don't know, it, it, it feels a bit, you get to a certain point and then it's pretty prescriptive that you should see mm. this picture in front of you, and then you've yeah. just got to execute. Whereas, because ours is unlimited tackles, it's, yeah. it's very different, you know? like. So a guaranteed superstar in leagues, not a guaranteed sort well, of superstar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some great ones in Dow, Lottie, yeah. Yeah, that came across. Chuck, yeah. Did Chuck ever play Darrell Halligan? Was he a... He was Union first. He was Union first. Yeah. 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 Actually, he just schooled um, Nathan Cleary and I up in a kicking comp. Oh, no, still he's going. Still, 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 still going, shirt, going, shirt off? 
Chuck. Yeah, yeah that used to be a go. Oh, really? He'd turn up at Western Force. He's like, Guts, we'll go for a cack. And he just <laughs> and he whips the shirt off. I was like, okay. And you got those five spots. Yeah. You, hit hit, you got the score. Yeah, mate. He's still playing those I games. I win this one, Guts. Yeah. He, uh, he's good, Radio. He is good. Yeah, good. So you guys have played against each other. Mm. And we've just seen that the English cricket team didn't catch up with the Australian cricket team. Winges. Do they not? No. Apparently they did later at the nightclub, but the Australian cricket team were waiting to have a beer with the Poms and they didn't show up. So I've got to ask, New Zealand... Australia, Bledisloe, was there? part of the game that I love so much going into the, the opponent's dressing room if you're playing in Australia or vice versa in New Zealand. And there was a, there was a patch that uh, it stopped for a while and, you know, learning from, from think, Gits how, you know, it was hard, but it was, it's a great way to, you know, connect with each other. Yeah. I think that's the, the beauty of, of rugby um, is, you know, you, your enemies, you hate each other for 80 minutes, but then you know you're happy enough to go and have a beer with them afterwards. Could have been when Dingo came on board, Deansy came over. He must have thought we were a bunch of drunks because on the Sunday morning <laughs> we had to do breathalyzers. Breathalyzers. Yeah, but you had to blow zero. Zero. Yeah, I could zero. legally drive to training of recovery. But I can't travel. But was too pissed. And, and what if you blew over zero? Yeah. Oh, well, you're not morning, up for no first warning. Morning. First warning cross. No, well, for, you had your first warning. Depends if you swoop or the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. So you had a soft spot for swoop. So you could, you could be oh, point, one point five. Yeah, point, yeah. yeah. It's actually not yeah. grey hair. I'll be fine. I was fine. But um, yeah, that was weird. There was and the pitch was the all about recovery. Was, was, yeah. yeah. Well, do you remember that time you boys beat us in at Suncorp up in Brizzy? And you and Izzy Dad came and picked Swoop and I up in the uh, in the rangey, yeah, just to go out for a few beers. And so, like you know, like we did the post game stuff in the in the change rooms, <clears throat> had a few beers. Both teams went back to the hotels, and then uh, DC was on the text, just like, mate, we'll come pick you boys up. We'll go out for a drink. And so Swoop and I, were like, yeah, all right, let's go out. Like Izzy Dad, DC driver, Swoop and I, and he goes, oh, was Big boys. Daddy there hosting? No, he wasn't no. actually. No, Who's Big Daddy? Big Daddy. It was this Kelvin Ralph. Every time you'd come into Brisbane, he'd say, I've got this club sorted for you. And he was like, Big Daddy's got it sorted. Mm. And, but then he'd use posters saying, um, this club's hosting the Wallabies. <laughs> we, get, <laughs> yeah. we get in all yeah. sorts of shit. And they're like, have you agreed to this? Like, no, this was Big Daddy. No, no. <laughs> so this wasn't Big Daddy's, this is Big DC's gig oh. so we get in the the four drive the the rangy and he's like oh boys i just got to go to this place and you had a gig we went to some like private house and so dc was there to do like a bit of a meet and greet with people afterwards just like you know like a bit of a high net worth kind of guy so, sorry after a blood is low game somebody can privately say i'm bringing dan carter to i don't know house. what the arrangement was he's gonna but do we the washing going up. There. no well, I, like i didn't even know where i was going it was just a mate of mine that was an investor and right. having a big party. So and like how come along, that? you just want to yeah, you just want to get get away from the hotel and so DC plates. invites us to that. We roll up and we're like, all right, sweet. DC walks in first. Izzy, myself, and then Swoop. We walk in, and it's the bloke dating my ex. <laughs> yeah, at this place. No. Yeah. <laughs> and like that. all their friends, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> And I just walk in and go, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but at least like, all of all the places I can walk into. Yeah, but did you're like, you know, why did you? Did you know? I did. I wish I did. I was playing it. I was still going to go on. It was like, it was like, okay, we've just beat you a blood as though, and here's a piece of shit. Rub your face in it. 
and you rubbed it. Love you, Jake. You were the invited guest. Yeah, I know. You were winning. I, uh, I don't know if I was really winning. <laughs> 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 I took a couple of L's that night. <laughs> That gets you were saying, you were yeah. saying that, that, okay, you would go and have beers with the All Blacks after a match, yeah. but you found it very hard to socialise with them. Yeah, because, it, like, this was before social media, but the, me the media in general would build it up as a, I don't know, it got to a point where it was almost like my team versus DC's team, and DC's team would always win. So it would eat away at you a little bit. To even Victoria's Secret, when mm. Drew got a couple of tickets to the Victoria's Secret show yeah. in Paris. Um, and I was like, bro, I don't want to go. Like, I'd been in Australia training. And he said, I've already booked your flights. Like, we're ready to go. Got accommodation. So, like, most people would want to go. But I <laughs> yeah. knew I was tired. <laughs> and, and when I got there, as soon as we got to um, Paris, the show, we're sitting down in the box. In comes DC and his wife. I've just gone, oh, fuck. Like, like, it's nothing against DC. It was just like something we, in my head. We like were in row two thinking, oh, how not is this? Like, yeah. Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga. Oh, that's the right. We couldn't even oh. win the row. Yeah, and we're, <laughs> yeah. we're in row he comes two. In, he had row one. We're in row two, oh, and yeah. just before the show starts, there's two seats in front of us. DC and Honor and his wife just sit right in front of us. I was like, bro, you fucking win everything. Like, yeah. It was uh, a good show, I, though. I know you two are tight, you know, yeah. and when I got the invite. You know, my mom, okay, I know how many of my boys would love to go to this, mm. but you know, you could take your wife. You know, you're, you're at a fashion show with Good supermodels <laughs> and, uh, and lingerie. And then, of course, you know, two boys uh, didn't, weren't thinking about their partners or wives going out, we're going together. Mine was back in uh, Australia and he's single. <laughs> <laughs> so he had no choice. Oh. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a good show. I nearly got in a fight with Bruno Mars that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah, mate, he was. Yes. Yeah, Why? What was he doing? Small man syndrome. Yeah, well, we were sitting there at the after party of the the Victoria's Secret show, and there was almost like a an empty lounge setting that was reserved, obviously for VIPs. Gitch was tired, he was, he was jet lagged, so he was sort of leaning up against the. Not really, I'd kind of found my feet a little bit there. We were uh, have, no, we were starting to have some vodkas. Remember the yeah, vodkas yeah. behind the bar? But he was. He's a good shoulder. This is a good shoulder dancer. He didn't want to move the legs. At this point, you're, you're sort of sitting, he was resting his peach on the back of the lounge. And Bruno Mars and his team walk into this little, you know, light lounge. It was in the middle of the room. And. We were sort of sitting there and then Bruno basically got his security guard, which was only a few metres away, same distance as what Giddy would have been. So you're Bruno. Yeah. And security is DC. Yeah. So DC's obviously. And you're you. And I, I can be me. Yeah. yeah. And then basically, <laughs> instead of Bruno just saying, hey mate, this is our spot, can you. <laughs> you got this He got the security to then tell Git. And then we kind of got wind of it. And I've actually got a photo, we'll pop it up on the, on the, on the pod. But the three of us, like, I think Honor may have taken yeah, it yeah, over our shoulder and the three of us are just looking at this bloke laughing and Bruno's there with his little flat rim just like, with the fucking, <laughs> the filthiest look. Yeah, the guy face. told me, he said, you need to move there. And I was like, like, a bit tired, had the shits, starting to feel, feel the vodka, starting to get into the night. And I said, well, he can tell him. Like, why can't you tell me? Like, pointing to Bruno. And then, I then Drew almost came in and I felt like, okay, I don't want to get kicked out. Like, this is a pretty good spot where we're at. 
and I really like him as a performer. <laughs> <laughs> like his show was great that night. It was really it was good. It was 24 carats. Oh, he, he had high time. heels on around this time though. But he was doing 24 carat. I was around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how does that go? Oh, um, I, I know how to move to it. I just can't sing it. <laughs> Do you know it, Drew? Um, Can you sing it? 24 carat. Almost like that. And uh, <laughs> Drew no Mars. Yeah, so so I just I just sucked my pride then and I said, okay, I'm gonna walk away. And that was it. How, when we're talking small, how small are we talking? Oh. Is he above five foot? Oh, oh I don't know. Only five just five maybe. Maybe. He had some big heels. Four eleven? Yeah. Pretty nice maybe mover five. though. Yeah, he's good. He used to be my wife's favourite artist until that night. Really? Yeah, See, he kind of, I, he didn't lose anything with me. Oh, really? <laughs> so you can still listen to him and think, Jesus, yeah. this is a good Well, track. I saw him do James Corden, and I was like, oh, I wonder if he asked James to move when he was doing that carpool karaoke. But yeah, he was, like, I really liked the way he was moving. The way he would move is almost how he'd do it in a, um, what, a video bedroom. clip. Mm. Oh. Not a bedroom. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but in a video clip. So then I, like, really respected yeah, right. that he's not, like, a put-on... Like whether you break down the video clip, like what you see is what you got that night. As an artist. So I, I, I just had to separate myself. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great that you can still listen to him, mm. even though he was a complete fuckwit to you. <laughs> well, he actually wasn't. It was his security. Yeah, you're right. You're well, right. he still had the little <laughs> sad, sad face on. Oh, so you reckon he's not a bad bloke? I, no, I think oh. he's a cockhead. <laughs> <laughs> he's hopeful that Bruno no, Mars a great doesn't performer. watch that one. <laughs> <guy. laughs> I told you, cockhead, 400 he's a good million. No, he'll be watching this. Bruno will watch it. Now, there's another story that yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, get I'll into go this, into this one. So, <laughs> uh, what I don't know what year was it? What was it? Uh, the new DC's camp. nuts. At the new Tighten camp. up every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh mate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what? The <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. 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 2016. 2016. DC has the last right of refusal, of course, of and course. so does his publicist. Yeah. Yeah. Just off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Why have I never we'll been let him that? Yeah. 2016. 2016. New camp. Sold out. Yeah. Hundred thousand. More. It was incredible. I was injured. This was lying on the floor. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was French. That was the played, game where you got, yeah, played on, you just soldiered on. Still sorry. You guys yeah. won <laughs> playing 14 men with probably 40, 60 minutes or something. Your halfback got red carded. Yeah, for, for, but, for, for tackling gets. Basically, anyway, you know, like David Guetta was playing, or Calvin Harris, one of those two, were playing. And you guys are okay with those two artists? Yeah, I was fine with it. I was, like I said, I was Drew was so too. pissed. I was really pissed. I didn't actually make it back to the hotel before the game to get to change my team gear. And so I just walked up to the new camp and said, I'm, I'm a player and I was in just casual gear. Managed to walk my way in with James O'Connor, Quaid, Dwayne Vermeulen, Joanne Smith, a few of the uh, injured players. <coughs> Jumped no, the fence. Dwayne had to, because he was playing British and Irish Lions. Oh, right. But anyway, not playing, but. Lost him and Ma. Yeah. Just jumped over. Anyway, fast forward, these boys win. Uh, we go out. You're back at, I think you were at the W Hotel. Yeah, we had some. Yeah, and the two teams yeah. that were playing, so you were racing. Ra yeah, racing. And Toulon. Yes. Is, yeah. is it racing or racing? Yeah. Racing. Hussing. 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 But Hussing. It, 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 I beg my pardon. Racing 92. <laughs> Hussing. Racing 92. Catravandus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> French wasn't my strong point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're at like deep into the night in Barcelona. And DC sends me a text and says, mate, W Hotel, after party, not, not, not much going on. Where are you boys? And remember I was with Cannon, yep. who was a friend of ours. He gave us tickets yep. to the uh, Victoria's Secret show. 
and, and myself, Cannon and Gitz were out and I said, mate, we're at this place. We're sort of down deep in the bowels of this nightclub. And going back to what Gitz was saying earlier about, it was almost like Gitz's Wallabies team versus DC's All Blacks no, team. And not that that was the case. No, it it's wasn't the case, but it was, yeah. it was yeah. how it was built up in the media. Yeah. And it was, and, oh, and it was probably, point. you know, these guys are uber competitive, you know, both really talented, but we're same, similar age, pitted against each other. But they hadn't had too many opportunities socially to get to know each other because of this sort of... We had a couple right at the start of our career. Yeah, yeah, and then on. we kind of just went our sort of yeah. separate yeah. ways for the rest of our career. And so I didn't tell Gitz that DC was coming. And then we got... DC turned up and Gitz is like, fuck, mate. Like, you know, we would have probably, like, would have liked <laughs> a heads up. He would have liked <laughs> a heads up. So I just said, look, you boys, you're both fucking good blokes. <laughs> Just get along. I'm going to leave you for yeah, a Drew, period of time. Drew, Drew, yeah, he I gave like, a bit of a rev up. Oh, no, you're just like, he's, he's a good fella. Yeah. And then he grabbed DC on the side and he said, listen, DC, gets a good fella. And he'd then say one yeah. thing to me, one thing to DC. Yeah. And then we'd like eventually a, get like a relationship counsellor. <laughs> and then we had a beer. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold no, 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 no. That didn't, that didn't happen that immediately. Myself and Cannon came back and we let you guys stay at the bar and you're having a few drinks. And I promise you, I looked over at one point, these two guys were like two stags. They're like, not headbutting, but foreheads to each other, <laughs> just like pushing into each other. And one coming back. Yeah, I promise you, because ask Cannon, ask Cannon now. And I mean, it was nothing like obviously aggressive or anything. It was just like two just blokes, two blokes yeah, just like rubbing and normal. So normal. Too international. Fast <laughs> Fast forward eight hours, DC and I are drinking at the hotel bar in my hotel. And I wasn't playing, I wasn't at the, the playing team's hotel because I was injured. And we may have just got lost, lost track of time. But do you remember when we got that phone call? I think it was maybe your teammate. It was Ron Nagara called yeah, us. Yeah, Ron Nagara was, was, was coaching us. And he's like, where the hell are you? The team bus is leaving. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. I said, like, can you go up to my room, grab my bag, swing past the Toulon Hotel, took me up the road to the airport? Got you, sweet. Next thing you know, the racing bus is outside the Toulon Hotel picking me up. I'm still in my clothes from the night before. Jump on the bus. No, the but hotel. My, our bus was behind your bus. We walk out the doors together. <laughs> yeah. Just the two right. of us. Yeah. And we're just like, see you, bro. Yeah, but he then gets we, on his bus, I get on my in. bus, and then we end up at that airport together. Checking in the same checking time. Checking in at the same time. I remember, I, I feel really like, I had a lot of anxiety about this. <laughs> but I ran into Joe Rokothoko because he was playing for the Racing. And I was like, mate, you're the hardest guy I've ever played against. Like, he was stone cold sober. He was sloppy. And I was sloppy, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of, like, regret after that. Easy. So you didn't people... seem like you had too much regret. <laughs> uh, I mean, too long. Maybe three days later. Say, yeah. <laughs> so can I just... Rewind a touch. Two buses sitting there, mm. and you and Dan walk out together in the clothes you wore last night. Yeah. Oh no, but that was like we're all similar. It wasn't like they shared the room together. If I was watching this podcast, <laughs> no, and, I, and you are watching, it does. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought 
coming. No, no. So Drew, Drew um, gets lunch so just yeah, no. so it does. Now, now gets his plan of that in all the listeners. And, and, well, no, I was just saying it does no, I sound. Think Ross yeah. was doing that. It does sound a bit like you were porking. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> no, there was no pork. No pork. No pork. But if mate, he fucked me the night before in the game in the final. And your bonus. Yeah. All their bonuses. Did you get a bonus? No, we didn't. Well, we didn't. We were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I like to finish with a quiz. So the boys Tommy and Ollie, they uh, put together a quiz for me. And the subject is, do we end up with number 10s or do we end up, is it a DC quiz? It's a Dan Carter quiz. It's all about you. Well, can so, he answer? Okay. No. Good. Oh, no. Uh, but every time one of us get it right, you have to... I'll take yours, Ross. So, you can sort of be left there. Yeah, you did right. Maybe we get one like phone a Dan. Oh, that's a good shout. Oh, yeah, if you don't know. Love that. One phone a Dan. If you don't, you can phone a Dan. Yeah. One Genius. Each. Genius. It's, Dan, what's happened over the last five weeks is it's we'll gotten... Keep it down, it's, Guts. It's gotten quite serious. Like, they get yeah. a bit... Yeah. And they get annoyed at the scoring. And oh, then, really? Well, maybe... Oh, it's a competition between them. Yes. Yeah, between the three. So oh, we'll I'll help you score. Thank there you. There we go. They yeah. carry on. All right, the Dan Carter quiz. Applause. Yeah. Brought to you by DC10. What do you buy, Dan? Dan has many way. nicknames. What is not one of them? DC, Cartman, <laughs> King of Undies, or The Man? Who would like to go first? Gitz? Cartman. I don't think anyone's calling him King of Undies whilst he had a tremendous Just career in jockey. Please. King of Undies. Uh, Cartman. Are you reading over my shoulder? You no, he can't read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who called him the king of the king of undies? Oh, but it, I think it was basically. Did the whole yeah, basically. Yeah. What well, was the, the other one? There's another the, one that I didn't. DC either. and the god, the, or the, the man. man or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I think the whole world I calls you the man. Yeah, I, don't know yeah, if yeah. I thought there was only one legitimate answer in there. Mundane. What? DC. Yeah. No, DC. DC. <laughs> yeah, DC. <laughs> that's a DC. One legitimate no, no, no. nickname. Anyway, me and Tony were both on one. Yeah, that's right. You're both on one. Now, this yeah. is obviously was just so people know at home. Mm. This is why he is called the King of Undies, if you don't mind. Can you? We might get you to sign. No, I remember Actually, that. what are you wearing? No, I remember that. Are you but wearing swoop, jockeys? Swoop, you did a similar one in Australia. No, I don't think I did. You did. I, I certainly can, wasn't did you do a, as much here. Let's hold it up. Put that away. Yeah. They got leaked. Just before the campaign came out, and it got into Justin Marshall's hands, and I went to the team room, and here was this photo, and it's the first time I see me myself in my underwear in the team room of the All Blacks, and I freaked out, and I went to my room, didn't come out for a day and a half. Really? I was <laughs> okay. Happy. Sorry about that. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> no, no, I'm used to it now. How how old are you there, Dan? Twenty-two. Oh yeah, that's. So yeah. you did one as well. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to find the. Just what do you got? Okay. Well, but obviously you've got yours one, one that second, you're selling. One, one second. One second. One second. One second. On undie shoots, it's rumored that they put slices of bread. But cut the yeah, crust to, for the for the the cup. Were you assisted there? <laughs> Let's get it out. <clears throat> uh, I've got to be honest because yeah. they don't want the the definition or the shape of your piece, so they put oh, like some some firm. Jeez, I know how much detail you use. No, that's fine. No, because it's sometimes you can show on you those. Have like, yeah. I think you're very creepy. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just talking about detail. You can see the yeah. fucking outline. Of I don't know. Face. I feel like this is getting like, out of hand. Oh, don't confirm. turn on me. <laughs> don't turn on me. Tip so top. was it bread? Wasn't bread. Okay, fantastic. What would you, you use? I use bread. Did I was you? Tip top white. Yeah. <laughs> really? No crust. I was whole milk. <laughs> no crust. <laughs> Take that. Soup. <laughs> Yours had to have been multigrain. I've seen yours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Question number two, uh, which professional team approached Dan to join them? Was it A, the New Zealand Warriors? Well, we know that's not the case. <laughs> B, the New England Patriots. C, the Wellington Phoenix. Or D, the Christchurch Westpac Central Branch. Wow. Oh, yeah, the Pats. B, yeah. Go Pats. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Man, I need a repeat on this. <laughs> <laughs> Go Warriors. Sweet, we're going Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He just started yeah. right <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I got to. He's rattled. Yeah, yeah, all good. Sweet, go. <laughs> Swoop, go the Patriots. Yeah, okay, go Patriots. Congratulations on three of you guys. No, Swoop doesn't get a point there. Yeah. Okay. I'm on two. Two and one. one. Tell the Pat story, oh, Dan, if you don't mind. The Pat story. So um, Bill Belichick, was it? It was, um, no, it was uh, the, the owner, uh, Rob oh, Kraft. Oh, Rob Kraft. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peter Butter. Yeah. He was uh, he friends, friends with uh, Sir Elton John, and Sir Elton John's uh, management team were trying to sign me up because they look after some athletes and... And they said, look, would you like to, I was in New York, Madison Square Garden, watching the Elton John show. They're like, hey, look, do you want to come to the Patriots and have a look at their facilities? I said, oh, yeah, love to. Thought I was going to have a, a tour. They'd obviously done some research and seen that I could kick a ball. So I rock up there and they go, right, we want to see if you can kick a American football. I was like, oh, I've just injured my Achilles, I can't. They go, oh, well, the, the owner wants to talk to you. I was like, oh, that's nice. Mm. Robert Kraft's going to welcome me to the, the facility. That's, that's nice of him. I'm sure he's a busy man. Walk into his office. How long you want to play in the NFL? What are you going to bring to the team? I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It's a childhood dream. <laughs> you know, just a little, you know, bit of a you know outside of the box kind of story, and just yeah. bullshitting my way through like this. This uh, felt like a, an interview. He goes, right. Well, the the head of scouting uh, wants to they have a word with you. So I went to the head of scouting. He goes, look, normally we go through the college system, but. You know, Robert Kraft you know, loves thinking outside the box and it would be a great story. We'd love you to come to tryouts. And well, what's going on here? You know, I just thought I was having a look around the facilities. Mm. He goes, right, the <coughs> head of special teams is going to spend a bit of time with you. So for two hours I sat with uh, the head of special teams and we talked about different kickers in the, the competition, oh, the wow. importance of technique and good kickers and bad kickers in the, in the game. And I loved that as a kicker. Yeah, I was yeah. learning so much about, you know, the, the technique of, of kicking in, in American football. Eventually, I got my, my tour, uh, amazing facilities, and then they left, they gave me a ball. They like, we want to see some video footage of you kicking this, and, and if we think you've got potential, you come to try it next year. So this was, I think, November 2013, and I knew I had a, a sabbatical. I wasn't playing the start of the, the next year. I was like, okay, you know, um, I've got, got this World Cup. I'm signed for 2015, and I always used to joke with my mates, going, mate, goal kicker and... American football, that's my retirement plan. No more tackling, you know, a couple of darts, drinking, put a helmet on, <laughs> kick, you know, it's, it'll be easy. And then all of a sudden, that I was being asked to come, you know, to see if I was good enough to go to tryouts. And I was like, well, what do I do here? You know, there's a bit of a, a fantasy behind that. And like, what do I do? And anyway, I, I tried to kick American football. I was hopeless. I dropped my nuts. And I was like, no, I signed a contract in France. Is it hard to, to kick? There. It? Yeah. Because you know when you're the back of your run up, in Union, the ball's sitting there on the tee. It's mm. not moving. Yeah, yeah, You come in and you kick the ball. Ah, uh, gotcha. With, yeah. uh, with American football, you're at the back of your run-up. No ball there, nothing, just someone like this. So you come in and to kick, just as you're coming to swing, that's when the ball's getting placed. Yeah. And so you've got so you many got things you can't control. Yeah. And it's really pointy, so you didn't have much of a sweet spot to, to hit. I was awful. How far could you hit it, though? Because they're a lot smaller, aren't they? Are they lighter yeah, balls? Yeah, they... Um, it's the old pigskin, which you know, the old school 
yeah. um, which was quite quite nice. But they're more designed for you know spiral, yeah, spiral yeah. kicks. That's why the the AFL boys, although they do a few drop punts now as well. Um, There's just no sweet spot, so I could only probably kick it 30 meters. Really? Is, yeah, not that far. I didn't give it much. No, much you of a kick crack. it over the post from 30 out. <laughs> yeah. You won't only like wasn't landing 30 meters away. No, oh, yeah, but you, you need to kick from yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the other side of half oh, yeah. to, to give it a crack over there. Um, yeah, so that's... So that's how many Patriots. Super Bowls did they win since Oh, mate, about three or four. Three or four. So, so it could have been... Imagine. sitting here and then but, I went well, to yeah. yeah. If you had three or four rigs, you wouldn't be sitting here. No, I don't. Of course I would, mate. You sit with Tom Brady. Actually, then I was in Monaco and Tom Brady was there. Here we go. And his team, they knew about my visit. And they were like, what happened? You know, why don't you come along? And, and uh, you know, they were joking with me and I kind of told them I dropped my nuts because, you know, <laughs> the risk of taking my family there, I saw two children and, you know, you, you miss a kick or you're, you're all four, you get the red right, card, yeah. you get the red card back to New Zealand. And so I went to the safe option and kept playing footy in France. Which, which went pretty good for I you. Jo- I thought Johnny should have gone, you know, like. It, yeah, but see, J-Dub, the thing with Johnny, he wouldn't even play a Barbarians game. Like we'd ask, I asked him to come play a Barbarians game and he said, yeah. oh, I can't, you know, what happens if I don't perform well? I said, well, you're not supposed to perform well. We get on the piss all week. Like, that's, the whole, that's the whole point. And he said, no, I know, but I just feel that they, they if I go out there, it's at Twickenham, everyone's going to see me yeah, play and they expect me to play well. I said, so play fullback. No one expects anything out of you. You can't yeah. run. So, but he still couldn't do it. So it was like. Because he had all those shoulder injuries before he went to Toulon, I thought. Kicking in American football would be amazing. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. it could be that potential. That like, not sure if he'd be good. Well, I reckon you you see a lot of interviews of him now, and it's almost like he wished he was at the space he is mentally now. Uh, back then, like yeah. back then, he was so worried about failing and how yeah. it would look. Whereas now, he's about exploring the potential yeah. of potentially yeah. succeeding. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I just don't think he was ready for it. A lot of respect for him. His, his, oh, mate, I think his, his many as well. Is, uh, mm. It's going to come up so regularly in this. Yeah. yeah and when you cool. come on, John, he will. He will. <laughs> oh, mate, you, oh, you'll mate. love the dim sense. Like, <laughs> mm. when you're in here, yeah. it's going to... The chicken feet. <laughs> Fuck, it's epic. Um, all right, let's go question number three. Can I get a, a score check, DC? What Two. Are we got? Two, one, one. Sorry, sorry, didn't give you that last one, mate. Recently, DC brought out an aftershave. What undertones does it have? Mm. Meow. We're How getting was interactive. Uh, will you tell us, DC? Uh, well, it was 10 days. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, this is. Did we get a bottle? This is fresh there off the presses. There you go. Oh, yeah. My wife enjoys that scent. I'm going to be filthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get it out of the box here. Apologies. Let's get into it, mate. Really you, can, you can all so, have a scent here, and then I'm going to ask you what it smells like. It's yeah. almost like a. Just go around. That, uh, you know, just have a spray. The percentage of these sales goes to my DC10 fund. Yeah. Um, yeah, Which charity. is, DC, ex- tell, oh, explain. So, um, I set up a DC10 fund and partner with UNICEF to, to give back to underprivileged children. So it's been going for about a year now. So I'm looking at new ways of trying to raise, oh, raise money for the, 
Is he a charity and, and a perfect the DC yeah. ten. That is nice. It's a little good. bit Isimiyaki to me. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That was my first. I wear the Mr. Yeah. It's got oh, that like big long. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I wear Mr. Judy Free. He goes with Judy Free. Mr. Miyagi. Sorry. It's not Mr. Miyagi. Isimiyaki. Isimiyaki. You come from league. You would. No. Rex Ownerish. Yeah. Links. Yeah. Brute. Brute. Yeah. Same as Brute. Fantastic. So here are the questions. Here are your. You've all had a scent now. You've all yep. got a refined palette. Mm. Is it A, crushed pepper, citrus zest, and blue sage? This is from the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the catalogue. B, wilk, oak moss, French lavender, and clear wood. C, tonka bean, cedar wood, atlas, charred vanilla, or D, Money, success, and links Africa. It's <laughs> a lot of that. It's a lot of that. What would you say? DC. Do you actually know DC? Uh, yeah. Do you yeah, remember of what it was? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Don't, don't, like. Absolutely. No, no, it's been a while. No, no, it's been a while. Young lavender, clear oak. Wait, don't say anything. No. Okay, yeah, so you're going B? Mm hmm. What was A again? A was crushed pepper, citrus zest, blue sage. B, wilk, oak moss, French lavender. Clearwood, C, Tonka Bean, Cedar Wood Atlas, <laughs> Charred Vanilla, yeah, D, Money like Success. A little bit of lavender. I'm going to go A just to be different. A, Crushed Pepper, Citrus Zest, I'd, Blue I'd Sage. I like the Blue Sage, but I think it's B. I'm going to go C with a hint of D. Gets <laughs> <laughs> D, ding, ding, ding. Which one, the C? Tonka Bean, <laughs> Cedar Wood Atlas, yeah, and Charred Vanilla. Now, That's the other three. thing that we didn't realise, because we were at Chemist Warehouse where you can get it from, is that you've got your fragrance out. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is good. Is, um, yes. <laughs> if you want to hold it up for the camera. Oh. <laughs> Le talent gaspille. Uh, well, I, which you guys speak French, which... Yeah, I'm... I speak French, but I don't know what gaspille means. So, <laughs> do my marketing team stitch me up? No, no, this is... And it, it's, it's, what is gaspille it? is the word for squandered, so it's the squandered ah. talent. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I never oh. learnt squandered. Yeah. Oh, I didn't learn I it, I just lived it. <laughs> and it's got... Hints of, do you want to have a spray? Disappointment. Hints of sadness. Disappointment. Oh, there it is. Hints of, it smells a bit like. It's coming back to me. It smells like Sam Booker or something. Wait, smell that. It's Sam Booker. I'll smell it later. It's massage oils. That you haven't put on. And sweat that I haven't sweat. And it's sadness. All right. Anyway, congratulations. It isn't as bad, is it? How many do you go? Oh, I just care about winning. Just care about winning. We're having fun. What is it? I'm just saying, maybe uh, I can withdraw myself because it's yeah, a one-one. Really. If there's it's only five three. questions, you're three. Right. Is there one more question? Two more. He just wants to go Okay, you boys. No, I don't. I'm actually in a good. In 2022, Dan Carter set a new world record. What was it for? 2022. So recently, A. He sat in every seat at Eden Park. B. Most fan selfies in an hour. C. Highest number of successful kicks in 24 hours. Yep. D, most number of autographs signed on breasts in an hour. <laughs> I know that he missed the D by two breasts. Because <laughs> Drew got it. <laughs> I'm going C. <laughs> C? C, yeah. C. It's for UNICEF as well, wasn't it, right? Yeah, that's yes. how it launched the, the yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you remember how many you kicked? Yeah. yeah. 1,200 and it's something to do with your points. Yes. Yeah. Total what, points what was it, Dan? Yeah, 1,598. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And do you remember your percentage on the day? Your... Yeah, 
It was very high. 98%. Yeah. I missed 33. I missed yeah. 33. So, and so what did you kick for 24 hours? Yeah, 24 hours. So you could kick... Yeah, oh, no, just, just over one minute. For <laughs> so one you could kick 1,500 goals in 24 hours in 2022. But you ended your groin in 2011. What the fuck were you doing with your groin in 2011? <laughs> well, I wasn't doing enough. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my problem. about your Guinness problem. World Records. Yeah. In two minutes, he got five drop goals, wasn't it? No, that's <laughs> not fun. true. It was three minutes. Three minutes. And I got 29 successful drop goals from the 22. That seems really easy. That was the first well, one to no set No one it. set the record. Oh, wow. They said yeah. you have to sit, hit at least 25 to have a record. Yeah. Well, I thought Guinness Book of Records, they set a target for you if it's never been done. Well, they just agree on what a suitable target might be if it's the first one. What was it? And they said 25. I got 29. I would have missed 49. <laughs> yeah. What was the target for the amount of crushed apples? Oh, well, that was a, a record set there and that was 10. You beat that. I got, I got 14. And you also crushed the... <laughs> so, you cr so you crushed apples in your biceps. Yeah. yeah. And I think it helps when you don't have any. And the clogs. And the Was it clogs. 100 metres in clogs? Yeah, white I am. <laughs> Very white. Pale. It's the time of year. Mm. It's the time of year. Um, where do we go Last question. Here? Last question. Three. I might withdraw myself. I'm on four. We're playing for second. Four. Ding, ding, ding. We're playing for second. According to DC's autobiography, let's get it out. The Art of Winning. Who blocked his move to the Blues in 2009? Oh, no, no, do we, we've got one for everybody here, which, DC, thank you for bringing this. Yeah, no worries. We, we actually bought one. So this is the, it is the art of winning. So hand them around, and we are, we will get you to sign yeah, these. This should have been handy 20 years ago. Thank you. <laughs> Yours is off-field winning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the art of like off-field winning. Um, Pay for him to release that book. So when did this come out, Dan? When was this? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks yeah. ago. So make sure you, where can they buy it? All bookstores. All good bookstores. Yep. You get, you don't books. go to the shit ones. <laughs> did, you do, uh, did you do an audiobook? I did, yeah. Did you read I, it? I read the, uh, the intro, the first uh, repurposing. Alright, so here's the question. According to DC's autobiography, who blocked his move to the Blues in 2009? Do you guys know this before I read it? I don't. B? Sorry, I don't even B. know the answer to this. Oh, you will as soon as I say A, his Nan. B, Richie McCaw. C, Sir John Key. D, Frodo Baggins. Oh, there you go. Oh, I feel like the way you went, Sir John Key. But I also went Frodo Baggins. Yeah, I'm going to go with John Key. John Key? John Key. John Mate, Key. you got to, it's the last one. Oh, hang on, you've got to go different. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. Well, I'll have to go Richie. Richie McCaw? I think it's... The answer? Mate, I don't know. Who? Your nan. Oh, my nana, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my oh, nana. Do you remember yeah. that story? So, like, maybe DC can come up with another one for the tiebreaker about himself. Awesome. Well, let's yeah. first, so your yeah. nan, nan was... She yeah, like so I got blues. on the phone. Um, they asked if I could go up there. I was like, oh, I've been living there for a while. Um, I mean, no, I didn't really want to go. I was actually just using it as a negotiation ploy for the, the Crusaders, if I'm honest. But, I, <laughs> but, uh, but, it, but it came out in the, the, the paper that I was looking at going to the Blues when I never was. And my nana rang me straight away. She goes, what is this? And she just drilled me. And I was like, don't worry, it's just, it's a, just leverage. Just employee, you know? I learned a thing or two just from get gets over new, the years. A new car, Nan. I'm doing Exactly. Yeah, she understood. Very good. Well, so the final result, did you... Yeah, I don't have a tiebreaker. We need to well, but by the way, you didn't tell the guys about your new book. 
Oh, the yes. oh yes. Which, if you follow this show, from Doodle Four, favorite cats. Yeah, you are, <laughs> favorite cats. You are the master of defense, <laughs> and you, you have a catchphrase. Oh my god, here we go. And so it's very similar to yours, Dan. It's called yeah. it's called the art of folding. <laughs> but it's it's actually it's actually a guide to erotic origami. <laughs> Tribute job you wrote that. So, no, you, so if you flick through, there's. Oh, it's not about it's, me. It's, you hold it up and you flick through. Sure. It, it's it piece. It, it lets you. What do we got here? Can, oh, we going this way. Lots of different. Yeah, right. It gives you paper. Origami, right? Anyway, it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You can. Yeah. You can okay. Just, yeah, the, just the front. Just that. Yeah, okay. It's the art of folding. Folding. <laughs> a guide to erotic origami. Well, that's who did yeah. the Good on you. Who did the pre? It's available at Kittens, <laughs> the Gentleman's Lounge, and Mix. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anywho, that that was what a great way to finish the show, eh? Um, oh. Put that on the lazy Susan. Yeah. No, is there anything <laughs> else? Quite a fit Susan. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've we've kept DC here a long time. Thank yeah, you no, so I think much we've overdone it with DC. Took his time. As you as you've learned, I love hanging out with these boys. Yeah. So it's been a pleasure. All right, so thank you so much. Yeah, um, my pleasure. Uh, epic. Yeah, um, thank you, mate. So good. And, uh, I actually think this is not a bad... It's easy here. It's easier than the studio. The studio is so Yeah, but where's sick. that fucking rug? Oh, we didn't bring the rug. We didn't bring the rug. Oh, we didn't even mention the rug. Poor rug. thing. <laughs> it's fucking going to be furious. Oh, mate. He'll be worried sick about us. <laughs> Where are the boys? <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting in the studio like that. <laughs> Where the fuck? Where are the feet? Where are these feet all over me? Where are these tea Maggie? Anyway, we're back in studio. We'll go back to studio. We're going back. Yeah, we're going back. Thanks, Roch Balls. Great feed down there. Oh, it was a great feed. Um, Lee's Fortuna. It was. Get there if you can, Stanley. Stanley is. Yeah, he's he's what a guy. Stan the man. Absolutely, and Dan Carter, like. People say don't meet your heroes. That was one to meet. Like for you, for me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I would have liked him to give us that book a little bit earlier. <laughs> we might have been able to use it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We do have signed copies now that we could flog in the event this series continues. You know, yeah, that's true. That we could flog those Dan Carter ones. I left mine there. Oh. <laughs> Stanley would love that. Yeah, well, I, he may have wrote to Stanley on it. <laughs> At the top of it, um, he, and then. What about Dan then just hanging out with us for like the next two hours? We went next door to a bar and had a, a drink and he sat and then a lady came up and recognised the three wallabies. Yeah. Said how much she loved you three and then just turned on Dan and said, I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, that and was he quite just, rude actually. It was, but he was just like, that's that's very good. Good on you. Yeah, he copped it. Um, but he copped it nicely and he was very polite. Mm. So, uh, champion bloke, no, anything else night. you want to say about Dan? Uh, no, I mean, it was, a, it was a great night. And I think we, let's just, maybe we could do the Lazy Susan of... of bit more in the future Ooh, i like that like i was thinking once in every four shows we get somebody in we go with stanley and we just have a good succulent chinese meal and <laughs> a succul- <laughs> just trying to have a succulent chinese meal and we sit <laughs> that's one of the great- you touch my oh, penis <laughs> <laughs> yes um uh yeah we get He's still alive, that bloke. We could get him. I saw there was a story the other day yeah. talking about the context of that before mm. he got arrested. I, I see you know your judo well. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yes, that's a good idea. We get somebody in. Um, yeah. And we uh, have a chat to him around the lazy Susan. It was fantastic. Uh, there was a joke on the night that I was going to do, but mm-hmm. I backed out because I just, 
you know, I was worried that Dan wouldn't laugh. We were doing the joke about his, because uh, he's obviously got the jockey, uh, the underwear um, sponsorship. Yep. Yes. And we showed the picture and all that. And then I had a joke off the back of that. But you did your funny multigrain joke. Oh, it wasn't a joke. It's fact. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always been taught. What did get you out. point at me when you said multigrain? Because you stuffed the, the bread down when you, you were s- doing the jockey. Oh, right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I thought you were going somewhere else there. Which we can't. No, we went there. Oh, yeah, I know you went there. He went there. He went there. Mm. Well, I actually went there. Yeah. With the grain. You were in. But listen, I thought we were going somewhere else. Yes, absolutely. We've only got about 10 minutes to go. No, we didn't. So on the night. We'll cut that out. Less. So, multi grain joke. And I I was always taught in comedy if somebody does a great, better line than you, you just get out. And that was very funny, Drew. But I did have something off the back. Sure. So, if you don't mind, the whole joke was obviously we speak about you know we'd done the perfume and we'd done the book and i actually had a line of merchandise for you kids which was <laughs> underwear we'll try it now and we'll yeah. see how we go. obviously we'll dan, deliver it yeah oh, deliver, deliver it the okay yeah, i'll deliver way. it yeah. well, i'll deliver it so okay well dan carter you've got your jockey undies well gets i heard you also had a line of underwear as well really what is it Rochbo? well it's called <laughs> it's called soggy and <laughs> get it out and it's this is the picture here, if we can get it close up. And this, <laughs> these are available at Harvey Norman, believe it or not. Um, is that my body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and these, these are the underwear. I believe. Do, can you just tell us about them? Because it's, it's a solid gusset. I've tried it. Yeah, they are. I mean, obviously, they come in different sizes. This is my own. It's a size five. But just the durability, it stretches. Uh, it's very comfortable. Also, it's got a kookaburra on the crutch part because it's laughing at your package. <laughs> <laughs> so they're available in, in a high brief. I think you've got a European cut and also a G-Bang. you wearing them now? A G-Bra. A G-Bra. Yeah. Are you wearing them now? No. Zero. Yeah, oh, you didn't no go to the bathroom once. He's wearing the soggy range. Well, this was a very short little Run one down. we had to do because DC, the race... Like, it was all so epic that I knew it would be short. So I'm hanging on. I'm hanging tough. You're doing very, very well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so anyway, they're available. Where can guys get soggy? Kmart, I think. <laughs> Is that where you get soggy? Harvey Norman. Harvey yeah. Norman. Harvey Norman. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Hey, look, we are coming to the close of the show and, and the close of the series. But look, I got a text today oh, yeah. from someone. And it was out of the blue. Why do I feel this? You did get a text. No, I got a text. And um, they said, do you mind if I come into the studio? And so, Tommy... If you want to just, you'll never guess who it is. It's, it's Darcy. <laughs> so she, she's real. Yeah, yes, yeah, she caught no, Darcy. Darcy if you want to just come seat. and sit down, um, swoop. You, you might hey, be Darcy. able to. Maybe you can help Darcy with a microphone. Yeah, sure. Um, hey, Darcy, how are you? Hello, I'm. Hold great. on, hold on. Is your name actually Darcy? It is Darcy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Wow. It, because uh, this is what he asked for. Yeah, it, it's almost like Aladdin. This is like it's coming. Dreams are coming true everywhere. Hi, I'm Drew. <laughs> Well, Not she knows. Darcy, for so many weeks, they would they were making fun of me saying your email wasn't real, which was a beautiful email that you sent. And he kept saying you were a robot. So I thought you could just, if we can see that, can you just point out the traffic lights <laughs> for me <laughs> on that? One. For, yeah. for the camera, for the camera. Point out the traffic lights. That one. Yep. And just that one there. There you go. So definitely not a robot. Not a robot. So I pleaded your case for so long. I'm not a robot. Okay. Reply. (laughs) So Darcy, (laughs) I there's mate, and it's rude. And Darcy, I I did want to ask (laughs) you. So and because they kept laughing at me. But what are your interests? Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, line outs and scrummaging. (laughs) 
It's it's, mate, said. It's, it's all real. I knew it was real. Oh, look, I'm sorry for doubting you, Darcy, but I just there's less about doubting you and more about doubting these guys. These guys? Yeah, I, I've I just, been nothing but supportive of this relationship. No, but meaning that you would do something like set it up and, and not no, be mate, real. She was 100% legit, and I feel bad. It cost the show a fortune. She lives in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> And, we and don't Dar- have a big budget either. Well, and Darcy said business. So. <laughs> yeah. What Darcy get once Darcy gets That's clearly. Right. Uh, and 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 she's well actually Darcy also how's that ten k investment going? I am absolutely shitting it in. <laughs> big Roach boss, your ten k investment mm. is now worth ten million. Told you, boys. Oh. So, oh. You can fund the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. What so did you actually, invest in? Darcy, did you did you bet on the race on the weekend? I didn't. Oh. Yeah, good, because you would have bet on me and you would have lost of your money. Course, yeah. yeah. I'd be broke. So, Darcy, thank you for coming in. And we will line something up for you too, maybe. Uh, what's on now? Could you... Oh. Could you... <laughs> it's, it's actually my work phone. I won't answer oh, is it? No, don't answer it. Don't answer it. So, yes. Um, so, Darcy, thank you for coming in. Um, and do you still, now that you've met him in person, are you still interested in going on a date with Drew? Look, I'm still a bit... bit. I think it was a bit rude that he didn't reply, but... You know. Okay, chances. I believe in second chances. <laughs> I do too, guys. What a great way to finish wow. episode six. I didn't see this coming, mate. Like yeah. Tinkle Talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dreams, um, dreams really do come true. Hey, yeah. let's give thanks to Harvey Norman at the end. Um, Such a big thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cheers, fellas, and uh, massive thanks to Harvey Norman. Uh, they've got more than rugs for the very best experience. Get yourself down to the home of technology. TVs, computers, mobile phones, gaming, audio, optimum viewing experience for all the upcoming Rugby World Cup matches. It is Harvey Norman. Make sure you get there. That was episode six of six, guys. It's been a wonderful journey. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Sad. Um, I'm sure we'll be back in some capacity for the World Cup. Maybe the five of us. Darcy, well, I'm sure you'll fuck it up in the next sort of (laughs) half an hour. (laughs) Um, thank you and and goodbye and we'll, we'll see you soon. I guess is there anything else anybody wants to add? <laughs> no, just you're amazing, Rotwell. You're amazing. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Gibra, Gibra, Darcy. Thank you for coming in. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Told you, Darcy. Told you.